2: This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Tim Collins. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. This week we'll be covering uh, farewell to Lorien as a part of our journey through Middle Earth. Bye bye, bye
3: bye, bye bye, bye bye.
2: We're saying goodbye.
4: It's the long farewell. Yeah, we'll it's kind of like the ending to Return of the King. There's just a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> glad we'll see you again. <laughs> okay. All right.
2: Bye. Right. Oh, yeah. Now she's haunting my dreams. She hasn't left. It's interesting. Gimli liked it. I think he sure did. Like, he sure did.
4: Great. Another sight uh, at uh.
2: Yeah. Is that Billy's voice. I don't know what don't that know. was. <laughs> I will. No, I will, will note for those of you yep, who can't, yep. uh, you know, see what's happening here. Um, Lane's eye is twitching. Um, what? He's how many, how many? How many sips of coffee have you had there? Three maximum. Yeah. Right.
4: Three. There. Yeah, right. There were small sips. You, you're wanting to describe the sights, smells, oh. and
2: sounds. Yeah. Can you just? Well, help me with this. Um, what is it that is in your bathroom that smells so good? It's soap. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hand soap, Bath and Body Works. What uh, kind? So Sarah went. Uh, she went to the outlet mall, went to Bath and Body Works, and went kind of nuts in the best way possible. We also recently stocked up on candles because, guys, you know what? Up here in the Northern Hemisphere, yeah. As soon as it turns August, it's fall, right? Yeah, we said it. It's fall. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, PSL, uh pumpkin spice latte. Need I explain more? Is out August twenty eighth. So let's get ready for it. I mean, it's the hottest month of the year, but we're gonna bundle up wasn't that it, that your soap
2: had some apple pumpkin yeah it is i don't yeah it's apple cranberry it's pumpkin something or something delicious it, it's
4: amazing it's stronger than the spray and yeah. we don't even need to spray in the room
2: anymore well actually we do it depends <laughs> but anywho it depends. um so there's some good smells going on here yeah. we've got some uh you know some some um what else we got good sights. i don't know I'm there's looking, a new I'm, hobbit hole next door oh i was gonna say i'm looking at you cool oh. um you're yeah. beautiful. I mean, I don't, don't Thanks, need to man. say that.
4: No, I don't think everyone right. knows it. Okay. Everyone knows it. So anyway, I need to get, you know, hubristic, bro. <laughs> Here we go. Rambling again. Here Sorry.
2: Cut her down. Now. Hey, uh, let's <laughs> enough of that. Cut it out. Let's go to table of contents. Mm-hmm. What do we have? Well, today we have a special correspondent
4: who will be popping up during our drop and Eve section. That's exciting.
2: Oh, we also have uh, a, <laughs> it's in blue guys. I should be reading line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Galadriel's lament uh, around the world Yeah, so some uh, cool.
4: some beautiful languages being spoken And then we have a special tribute to Arwen from Christine So mm-hmm. we're going to play that as an outro So stick around to the very end Or if you only have five seconds Just skip right ahead to that Yeah, uh, Right now And uh, that was beautiful, Christine Thank you so much for doing that
2: Yeah, and we also want to thank um, uh, Our intro was awesome oh, yeah, too yeah. So we have a nice new intro yeah. uh, From Calais Calais,
4: right? it's just on um,
2: yeah i mean i
4: heard that and i was swept away guys the music that's pouring out is it's wonderful i it, 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 we're, we're opening our email and just playing all these Yeah, you know, um uh, well i can't really it's it's gonna spoil give Don't a spoiler. spoiler here but yeah you know different readings that you're doing and and music and i mean as and i were just sitting in the living room we're like dude can you believe
2: this no can you believe this it's awesome like it's it's unbelievable you guys are so talented yeah it's Beautiful. great um really has made our week so mm-hmm. you know again if anyone wants to send us something um you know an audio clip or what have you uh send that to an unexpected pod at Yeah, we'd love to have those so yep, absolutely all right um i think that was basically quick counsel i mean other than how you doing bueno how about you uh you ready to start school um the day after this <clears throat> podcast drops man yeah i'll be back i'll all be right. back that's that i'm right. not, i actually am ready i've uh so I'm a reading teacher, and I've actually thought about incorporating some of I think you should so some of these books I, I teach high school kids, you know? I think you should, and I'm in yeah, so That's I think when I fell in love
4: with it was in high school, yeah, I mean that you're looking for direction, you're looking for moral compass, you're looking for good versus evil or versus evil yeah, um, here's something in Quick counsel. you start a school, we're both kind of heading back relatively soon. Are we going to keep this once a week thing up? Oh my gosh. Are I mean, we? there's been a little bit of chatter. I think, I uh-huh, think there was yeah. a little bit of concern. Are we going to have to go back to Fortnite? I don't know. You know? I don't know, man. I don't know. We, we should probably put it to a vote out there. I feel kind of like Aragorn. Yeah. I you feel know? like Aragorn. I mean, what, what do we do here? Where are we going? From you know, this point good on? point. Good point. Like, I don't really want to leave because I'm not sure the yeah. road to take.
2: Right. So, Caliborn you know? has, has approached us in the group and said, you know, what's happening? Yeah. What, what's the plan? And we kind of said, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, it's isn't it so comforting? Or but do even we, Aragorn. Is there something though down in Aragorn and us that's telling us what we should do, and we're just that's, sort of like weighing mm, the options here? We're getting and now. ahead of ourselves here. Okay, sorry, but yeah, all right, you're right.
4: <clears throat> <laughs> that's what I thought. Okay, uh, drop some eaves. Yeah, let's so, do it. Let's do some eaves dropping. Okay. Um, all right. So the Amazon TV series. There's no um, additional news, no current news other than what we've heard. We've got the new. Uh, the new writers on board. I did want to share real quick from Entertainment Weekly. Uh, that quote I referenced uh, last episode or the episode before about them just being excited and feeling like Frodo. I mm-hmm. wanted to read yeah. the actual quote because it's really, really cool. Cool. Uh, they said, the rich world that J.R.R. Tolkien created is filled with majesty, and heart, wisdom, and complexity. They said in a statement they released, we are absolutely thrilled to be partnering with Amazon to bring it to life. A new, we feel like Frodo setting out from the shire with a great responsibility in our care it is the beginning of the adventure of a lifetime mm-hmm. so good PR as, but also I mean how does that make you feel hearing the writing duo <clears throat> the writing team the showrunners speak with that kind of language and use that metaphor
2: or analogy or whatever uh I don't know I think it's uh, simile whatever it was well it's nice <laughs> You know, I mean I guess here's the thing, since we have it, you know, if we didn't have it and it was something just much more mundane and what have you, and it didn't have any, you know, uh connection to yeah. his work, then yeah. I think that would suck. You yeah. know. So I'm saying. So it's nice that it's nice that we have that. You know, yeah. you know, it, now It's nice. That I thought you were gonna go all kinda
4: like, uh, you know, excited you know, about I, this fanboy and it's I nice.
2: I'm I'm it's I'm nice. taking it nice and just chill. I'm trying to okay. you well. know, keep everything in check because I'm excited for this series, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of catch a reservation still. Yeah, I really am waiting to see more of this unfold and, and uh, check the news. And I respect that. See, and yeah. I see
4: it, and it gives me a lot of hope. Uh, you know, as we talked about before, it makes me excited because these guys are. It, it, it's like one of us. Like it's it. It, I mean, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, if I could get the words out, that'd be great. But it's like you know these these are two fans of of these stories that are going to be,
2: well, I get what you're saying. You know, <clears throat> it'd be like anybody in our group or, or like you, like you and I, who we have that type of passion, you know, and we're going mm-hmm. into this project. So you wouldn't want to give it to somebody who, you know, doesn't feel strongly well, about. Absolutely not. But there are a lot of people who get, who get the leads and shows because they would see,
4: they'd see Tolkien and Middle Earth, yeah. Lord of the Rings. And they think money. Yeah, I know. I know you're right. money. Yeah. And so to know that their intentions are, Hopefully, unless you know they're totally talking out of their butts, like mm-hmm. more about the story. That's that's pretty. That that should make us feel good. I think. I think we should feel should feel at least well, some peace about what's going to be happening.
2: Yeah, you, you feel like they'll respect it and they'll they'll yes do it, they'll do it justice. Yes. Um. And here's the thing: you have to. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually no. I mean, did you just finish that cup? I did. <laughs> wow. We are going to be wired.
5: <laughs> We're almost done,
2: aren't we? Um. Yeah. No. Not even <laughs> close. Um. <laughs> but anyways, you know, I I just feel like. They got to be careful about how they approach all this. I, I'm yep. just yep. very yep. interested yep. to see how it unfolds. You know, um, you do want to pour a decent amount of money in it. You don't want to go over, you know, um, board, but it has to be done right, man. And I think I they know. need to really weigh uh, what they want to do here and have a have a plan, have an arc. I know that they do, but it's just sort of yep. like. Uh, you you wish you could be in there kind of speaking to these people and and listening and and checking in like, okay, uh, is there anything you're missing and all this kind of stuff? You know, you wonder who's all on board the team and all that good stuff. And it also makes me wonder too, you know, like, uh,
4: will they be champions for the show? Well, Or not the show. Well, the show and the the stories. Will they, Mm -hmm. you know, if if executives want to do one thing, will they say, well, we really need to do this. Mm -hmm. We need to fight for the story here. Will they be kind of like... You know, I mean, uh, Guardians of Tolkien in a way, I mm-hmm. wonder. Uh, mm-hmm. th- if they're fans of the the books and the stories, it makes me think they're more inclined to do that. Yeah. You know, that was one of the great things about the... Well, one of the things that made the movie so great is Peter Jackson was a fan first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fran Walsh, his partner, uh, Philippa Boyens, you know, the, the them as a writing team, they were fans of the stories. And while they knew they couldn't, in three films, do a, you know... Uh, uh an exact pull from the books because sure. it just wouldn't work. Right. And and it, and it never should have been that way anyway. They they incorporated as much from the, the stories as they could to make it Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, so it's we'll keep our eye on it and uh you know our our ears on it I should say and, and oh hang on Ez, sorry. Oh yeah sure. Go got on. a little uh
5: oh gosh,
4: wow that sound means we got some breaking news. Uh out in the field it sounds like uh we've got a report coming in. Uh, this is gonna be Chase McKinney out in the field.
6: This is Chase McKinney reporting live from Floridor. Amanda, Ohio may be the Shire of America, but what if there were a second one? Locals have been discussing the chatter concerning large amounts of land being purchased for the development of a fourth park in the Universal Studios family. Internet rumors claim that Universal is planning on including a Lord of the Rings themed world in a new theme park in Orlando. Universal is allegedly working on Project 314 to create a fourth theme park at Orlando alongside Universal Studios Florida, Volcano Bay, and Universal's Islands of Adventure. Notably, Universal acquired a lot of land in 2015 and 2017. The rumored theme park would contain a Nintendo Land featuring Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, and Peach's Castle, a Ministry of Magic Land from Harry Potter's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, a Jurassic Park Land potentially featuring the new Jurassic World films, and a Lord of the Rings-based land. We will follow the story and keep you informed as it develops. For EAVE News, I'm Chase McKinney. Back to you, as in lane. Wow. Thanks,
4: Chase. We appreciate that, man. Uh, d- that's some serious eavesdropping going on that, that yeah. Chase has picked up for us. I hadn't even This hadn't even come across my radar. I'm kind of wondering. Uh, I think we need to have a conversation with Chase. <laughs> that we do. One of those. With Chase and Whatever just say, dude, who are, your, who are your spies? Well, uh, uh, you know. Are, are, did you
2: sign a life debt? I mean, what's going on with you? How do you th- know this? He's- deep in the field yeah that's what i can tell yeah. he's down in Florida. he is i mean that is an in enemy territory i don't know what's <laughs> happening uh we're gonna have to send some way to get him out of there get out get uh, send the eagles i mean stay as Let's long go. as you can chase and, and let us know what's happening but uh you know yeah, yeah we need more we need more news about that how do you feel about that though as i wanted
4: to uh you know have a little reaction to that
2: yeah honestly i uh that is the very first i've i've heard you yeah. you'd say this is kind of a surprise for me this yeah. is fantastic chase thank you yeah you know and uh Man, it just—it's uh, neat. I, that's a lot, though. It Sounds like a lot of different. That's gonna take some time, uh, you mm-hmm. know. Yep, I'm imagining. Yep. But boy, would I empty my pocketbook to go. You know, I it, would really. Here's the thing I love. Um, it's really expensive to go to uh, Disney World, right? Obviously, yeah.
4: it's really, 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 really expensive to go to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. And and, and realistically, not everyone is gonna a want to travel that far, or b be able to make it there. Yeah. right so so seeing um you know going to visiting the shire tour uh movie set is not it's not a reality for everyone um yeah but you know people in north america it's going to be easier or it it could be easier to experience some of that and i hope they'd involve weta i'd imagine they'd have to yeah i would um yeah and and they could they could uh visit a a i don't know a weta endorsed piece of middle earth here in in the United States.
2: They could ship some things, you they know. could, dude. You know, you've yeah. talked about the like the leaves that, that they put on the trees and yeah. things like that, yeah. you know, there, which would be something like that if they could replicate What some do you of think that? they would do? You think they'd do the Shire? Do you think they I would don't know. do I...
4: Breed? Do you think they would do
2: Minas Tirith? There's I mean, definitely gonna do... be one of the there's gonna be a good spot to go get a drink. I believe Absolutely. That. You gotta have a good pub there. Yeah.
4: Oh, the prancing pony would be so cool, yeah.
2: dude. But I'll say this for for Universal and, and like Harry Potter world and Diagon Alley and things like that. It's done it really well yeah and it's like legit Yep, yeah. you get emotional when you walk into those yeah. places yeah so i would love 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 to see awesome. this happen yeah right in the heart of um, florida i think it'd be pretty yeah. cool so
4: cool stuff yep we'll stay uh we'll stay keep our ears to the ground for more information there that's pretty exciting thank you chase yep um tolkien biopic not sure it was ever really filmed uh no release date lane's getting mad about it, this it, it'll never happen guys don't worry about it uh, in other corners of Middle Earth, we've got uh, the Billy Boyd World Tour is still on. We're getting it back from Scott uh, pretty soon.
2: Hopefully, hopefully, Ezra can get it forwarded from yeah. his the condo he vacated.
3: <laughs> can, can
2: someone remind me Billy may be lost? Please, this will post on Sunday, and I want someone to remind me. Hey, Ez, did you get the signed <laughs> Billy Boyd? You know, um, you know, picture back because I just sold my condo. And I just and the guys it was kind of like a I mean Lane knows. I wasn't even talking about this and like out of the blue market hit. I'm like boom, selling it, gone. Sold it on eBay and record. Totally time. forgot that I, where I had asked. I actually think I might have I need to I need to send Scott like a message. Someone <laughs> remind <that>? me. Live <laughs> business meeting it? here on the podcast. Where where what return address did I tell you to send that to? So please, Scott, uh, reach out to great. us and, and let great. us know because we gotta track that bad boy down. <laughs> I'm using your address
4: from now on for everything. That's fine. You know. hey, it's, let's do it. P.O. Box 96, yeah. Amanda, Ohio, 43102. Perfect. There it is, guys. If you want to send anything our way, there it is. There it is. Wasn't planning on doing that, but there it is. Send it out. There it is. Okay, here we go. On to the next one. A long-expected party is still going to be kicking off on September 22nd. It's going to be a beautiful day. We're hoping the weather's great. If not, we'll hunker into the hobbit hole and, and have a good time anyway. Oh, we will. That sounds yeah. good. We will. Uh, we've got some poll results for you. So this one was... I was impressed with how split this was right down the middle.
2: I was amazed at the number of participants. It's great. You guys are
4: doing an awesome job. You're really uh, eating these polls up and and putting great comments on them, too. So, the poll, uh, uh, this chapter's poll was Does Galadriel scare you? You She's got an element of creepiness. She's definitely just ancient, unpredictable, and powerful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, that can be kind of scary to mere mortals. So, uh, Yup, got 53% of the vote. Nah. Got forty seven percent of the vote, so most of us by a hair, uh, or or three golden hairs, yep. are scared by uh, uh, wow. scared by Galadriel's you know, <laughs> right presence. Uh, One hundred thirty five of you voted. That was awesome. We've got some cool comments. Joseph said uh, she might if they hadn't messed her messed with her voice much. As it is, the deep voice just makes it slightly comical.
2: Can I say I kind of agree with that? Okay, like, and see, I, I, I love, I'm a big fan of the voice. I know you are. Fan of the voice, I, I, I just know like it's. I think people are split on the voice too. Yeah, you know, because I there's a part of me where I'm like, so that got a little, you know. But it's I cool. think it expresses power, sure. depth of of uh, yeah, I don't know, age, wisdom. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know how else they would have done it. So I really can't. I can't.
4: Hey, I'm glad real. I look in my mirror. Um, Yell scary. said, fair enough. Uh, but another question, does book Galadriel scare you? Uh-huh. Ooh, good question. Yes. Uh, Jason Hattery said, yes, but in a good way. All right, I like that, Jason. Very good. Rachel said, I love the way they portrayed her temptation in the movie. Further expressed the pull of the ring. She's so wonderful. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. And, and Galadriel is a huge favorite of of uh, you know all you uppers, especially Simona. Simona was all on board. Uh Kate Blanchett is a goddess. Fear her greatness and bow before her beauty. <laughs> okay, yeah. I love the passion. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel about, about my man Aragorn. So that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, yeah. We had a bonus poll too. I'll read real quick. Who sure. would win in a one-on-one showdown? And I said, get technical or just have fun. Doesn't really matter. Um, and uh the results were it was Sarah uh Sauron versus Galadriel. Forty one percent said Sauron would win. Fifty nine percent said Galadriel would kick
2: his little Mordor butt. Isn't that something? Yeah, I, is that you know? And you said either get technical or just have fun. I mean, I think in our minds, it's sort of like, would we like to see that? Yeah, yeah, be <laughs> I mean, kind of fun to see. Yeah, actually. I mean, uh, think about the the, the memorable moments are our, our
4: one on one showdowns. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gandalf and the Balrog. I mean, like, oh yeah, come yeah. on, it's it, right. It's great. It's great stuff. So yeah.
2: it would be just be fun. It would you be know. tickles your fancy, you know. Tickles my sticklebats. <laughs>
4: Uh we had another addition onto the Show Us Your Dragon thread, which is really cool. I love following that because I love, we were just talking about before, we were talking about the uh, the Curse of Oak Island and how the History Channel show, how they go in and they they go to pubs at the end. It always seems like it's a different pub as, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just love different places to go get a drink. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yep. Um, so Marissa Price, uh, the vegan next door, said, late on this, but my favorite is my home away from home whenever I'm in. NYC Swift's Pub, live Irish folk music on Tuesdays, a mostly Irish expat staff, and hearty group of regulars. Named after Jonathan Swift, uh, so it has a literary theme too. Cool. She said, friendly bartenders who I befriended, and they ended up adding vegan tacos to the menu Mm -hmm. after I kept bringing in my own personal food. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah, Uh, She said, check it out next time you're on an adventure to the big city can you imagine you and me going to New York City? Dude, what would That'd we be a do? disaster. Minister, like <laughs> we'd be like the, I mean, within within two days, we'd be in the subways being like, Can you show me the right way? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> like this. Oh, Yeah, it so would annoying. be it would be wild. Would so be she wild. attached a couple of really cool pictures. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Real quick shout out for her. She's um honestly, if you have any uh, questions about vegan yeah. food and stuff, she's great, you Either, know, great j- resource to go. Go ask check her out. or ask Beren.
4: Yes because Baron is, you know, a vegan. She's vegan, right? yeah. So let's right. just put it out there uh, in good company. So um, uh, responses to Ephraim's song. There was a really cool post from Tara. Tara Lynn uh, wanted to share. It was just, it was amazing. Um, I didn't realize it at first, but as I steered my paddleboard over the still water of the lake this morning at sunrise, I had Ephraim's song of the Entwives running through my mind. I was surprised when I realized what song it was because it initially had been so hard for me to listen to not because of any fault of the music or performance, because it was so achingly poignant. Yeah. yeah. I unexpectedly lost my beautiful German shepherd, Anna, last April to cancer. After hearing about Arwen's passing and listening to the beginning of this week's podcast uh, with Lane's uh, lament, I just couldn't make it all the way through the Antwife song. song. We first listened through, we felt very much the same way. Yeah, um, But there it was, running softly and peacefully through my mind as I glided over the lake. What a serene moment that must have been, Tara. that's, That's beautiful. Anna left us in the cold gray of early spring before the world grew green, which makes Tolkien's words about the unfolding of spring and summer bittersweet to me. But life does go on, ever on and on, and that is an encouraging thought. Ephraim, thank you for sharing your music with us. Tolkien would have been so proud to have heard his words come alive so beautifully. I believe that. Tara, what beautiful words. So encouraging. Yeah. And and I couldn't agree more.
2: Yep, couldn't agree more. Well have, said.
4: Yeah, well said. Here, yep. here. So yep. Ephraim uh, did an amazing job, and and all you guys that are sending in songs and interpretations of, of Tolkien's words, bringing them to life. That's the coolest thing because they're on a page, right? But yeah. You don't, unless you've read or heard the story being read and, and he, heard it in a certain way or whatever, it's hard to envision like how that would sound. And so you're helping me because I'm not like overly musical. Yeah, yeah uh and so when I get well, to those parts in the book I'm like okay I, I don't know like I almost don't like reading them sometime, sometimes sometimes because I'm like well I don't know how to sound I have no idea mm-hmm. and when I hear you guys do that for me you guys who are gifted with music' I'm, it just makes those parts so much more enjoyable yeah and I feel when we read them now I feel pulled to them because I'm like who's gonna send it in? Right, right. Who's gonna send it in? What let interpretation? Us know how it sounds? It. Yeah. right. So exactly. Because
2: there's up, so guys. many. There's so many. Yes. Did, did were you able to pull up the the one? Was it able to download the um the one that we had for oh, Gilgalad? Yeah. Were we able to get that or not? Let me work on it, and then we could, could we do it. Yeah, uh, in Bywater Post. Yeah, it's fine. Let's let's do that in Bywater Post. Okay. Great idea. Okay. So we have it. Yes. We have another one we want to play because it's from a couple of chapters oh my gosh, ago, it's but it's gorgeous, wonderful actually. So, uh, yeah, we'll we will work on that. So. Um, okay, again, thanks, and you guys can send those to anunexpectedpod at gmail.com. So, all right, let's dive into, let me get my in the right spot here. Let's dive into the reread, right? That's where we're there. I guess this is what we're here for. I don't That's know. That's record time, I feel like. I feel like we're hmm. we're at the reread Should quicker than we talk than some I... more then? No, I mean, <laughs> people are probably like, wow, um, what's God. happening? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, let's see here. Re- and recap. So, The Mirror of Galadriel... Um, Haldir had led the company, you know, into, uh, the great city there and they personally are met by Lady, uh, Gladriel and they mm-hmm. have this nice little introduction, right? Um, we learn more about Celeborn and how wise he is, which we both kind of said is interesting. We don't, well, I wish I would have had more of him in the film, but Me you know, too. definitely Me too. understand why. Well,
4: um, they, they, they are on the side of, you know, Galadriel, even in, even in these chapters, she's more, uh, prolific. She's, yeah. you know, she's the one who, who. We have this more direct link to, I guess. We don't really spend time with Caliborn alone. Yeah, He's certainly not a ring bearer. So I understand why they did it. But yeah, it is. You're right. It's kind of a shame, isn't it? That it's there's not more of him. I don't yeah. know.
2: And here, here's a question. It's a I, I know we, we kind of posed this question. I'm not sure if we got a lot of um, response to it or not. But maybe we, we, maybe we do a pool, perhaps. Um, yeah. The uh, the right, mirror. Right remember we had this discussion about looking in the mirror. Yeah. Um, and I am interested to see how many would you know, um, look, and how many would not. You know, you know Let me what I'm saying put, I'll, so, I'll put that up. I don't know, just just a thought. So because that's what happens to our our, our characters here. We have uh, Frodo and Sam get a chance to look in the mirror. Um, you know, it's disturbing for all of us. I think really a lot going on there. Yeah. And what the heck? You know, what the purpose of the mirror? We don't know things that haven't yet been things that were things that are happening. We don't really know. Um, but take a look. You know, it's just right. it's wild. Uh, so, anyways. So we had all of that. Um, Frodo actually gets a chance to kind of see one of the uh, lesser rings. He sees one of the three elven rings mm-hmm. on Gladriel's hand. Sam doesn't see it. And there's a bit of a discussion there. So uh, just a neat chapter. And um, I don't know, it gets us more insight into, you know, this is this is a, a, a series called The Lord of the Rings, right? So we're, we're looking. It's nice that this, we get uh, Gandalf mentioned it before. Um, we had Kierdan with the, the mention of him back in the... Círdan. Círdan back in the... Um, you know, Council of Elrond and things. So uh, it's nice to kind of uh, see where these, to have this pop up, I guess, yeah. in that past chapter. So. Yeah, it is. Okay, in summary here, uh, farewell to Lorien. As we said at the top of the show, uh, lots of lo- lots of farewells here. Lots yeah. of just, uh, we'll see you. We'll see you. That's right. Type of thing. So. Sorry,
4: Enya butted in there for a second. Oh, hey, Enya. Is that in the background. What's Guys, going if you on? have not heard uh, the sidebar, Butterbur mode, excuse me. <laughs> but if you have not heard Enya's Luff Lorien, Go look it up right now. It's mm. beautiful. It's hypnotizing. Uh, of course, Enya had a huge part to play in the in the first soundtrack for The Fellowship of the Ring, you know, the, the film for the book that we're reading yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh doesn't even sing in it, but compose this. And Oh, really? Just let that linger for a little bit. And yeah, it's awesome. Give me yeah. some
2: soundscapes because it's... It is beautiful. Okay. Um, so, anyway, so in this chapter, uh, Gladro gives the company, um, actually, Celeborn gives the company these boats, right? Yeah. Um, they're about to uh, float down the Anduin, the Great River, and uh, they get various gifts and things. Um, we, we have a discussion about where we should go. Yeah. What should we do? Yeah. You know? Um, not an easy one. No, it's, it's not and easy. And we start to see kind of a, a slight division with, uh,
4: especially with Boromir, don't we? We see Boromir yeah. start to kind of pull off on his own, and and
2: it's kind of the beginning of the end of for him like his yeah yeah Anyway. Well, yeah no that's something yeah. we, need, we need to make sure that we we, we discuss because sad there's a little uh, yeah well he has a good point actually in this he chapter i think has a really good point the two ways in which you're approaching this right you know um, gotta make a choice destroy it or use it essentially which which would be the greater folly yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah i mean that's that's where his mind is and, i know man and i think it's coming from a place of you know, again, all of these things, even as Gandalf has mentioned, you know, would, would start from a place of yeah. um, trying to do the right thing. Yeah, right. You right, know, right. Um, he's a good man. You know, he he does he want is a good to. Man. And, and, and up to this point, that. what has he done? Like in the movie,
4: he, there are moments, and I understand that you got to build it slowly, but. Um, or or build it, I guess, more quickly because yeah, there's less yeah. time. But in the movie, he's had multiple times already. where are like, I don't trust this Boromir guy, right? But so far, it's just he has he has his right. opinions, but they're not they have nothing to do. They, I he has not made me feel nervous yet. But here yeah. in this chapter, Frodo has a couple of moments where he even the way he looks at Frodo, yeah, yeah. Frodo's like something's different, right? Something's changed with Boromir,
2: right? You know, I almost It's wonder, tragic, dude. Can, it's can, tragic. Can I ask you a question? I know, Get I know, we here. don't typically just jump right into Sorry. like the middle middle of this chapter. But I think would would he have had the the same sort of uh, I don't know, like uh, look at Frodo if he wouldn't have come across Galadriel? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Great. What did she say in his mind? Because what was it that stirred him yeah. to say? Is it just getting closer? He's right. getting close to a place yes, where he knows he that could be part of it. His path is going to to maybe um, split, possibly split. Yeah. yeah, you know, because they they talk about where yeah, the do. ring should be taken, whether yeah, it do. should go to the east side of the river or stay on the west side.
4: Man, I dude, I don't know. So I I was wondering that too. I mean, it, I yeah, yeah I had those
2: thoughts because he's done these great things. You know, back when um they're in Moria, he's he's slaying orcs and stuff. Yeah. You know, he's. He's helping push them through the snow. Yeah. He's, he's an all-around, you know, looking after the hobbits and things. And How often, too, has he been, just in,
4: in Tolkien narrating, saying he, he and Aragorn, side by yes. side. side by side. You know, you, you yeah. talking about even them, them moving, moving as one. And, and yeah. this idea, that, that romantic idea, right, of of the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom kind, be, kind of being represented and brought yeah. into one
2: through this friendship. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> we're we're going to stay on Bormir for a second here because think back a, a few chapters in... Do you think he changed his opinion of Aragorn in the way, um, you know, you know, from the from the Council of Elrond yeah. until now? Do you think he has he's has a better, um, like, feels better about Aragorn and in, in him in his return? He says that he says in the council that he would welcome you know any aid, but right. I think more so, you know, I think he's seen him with Gandalf. He's because he, in this chapter he defers; he's not the leader of this company, right? And he clearly defers to. You know Aragorn in right. this in this matter, um, his path is taking him back, you know, uh, to Gondor. And so, and I almost wonder too. So you're talking about what prompted this maybe? We can get into this more. Li- sorry,
4: I know I know I know. got us off on this tangent, but no, it's okay. It's, we I'm don't really we, we haven't talked about Boromir much, and it's, no, it's fun we to talk about. Yeah, is it also this kind of coming to the forefront more? And is is he being emboldened by the fact that Gandalf's not around? Okay, okay, sure. You know, before it was he he saw that Gandalf and Aragorn were so close. And Gandalf was – there were times where he um, uh, would, would try to kind of question Gandalf mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and say, well, why don't we do this? And Gandalf was real quick to shut him down and let him know. Like, remember, he said, yeah, if you want to swim all the way across the ocean mm-hmm. or, or or take this long path around, then, then go for it, Boromir. Right, and he yeah. was like, all right, okay. Right. But in, and, and he and Aragorn don't have that because they're more close, I guess – they're not peers, but they seem more like
5: that. No, I get what you mean. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Is
4: is he not? You know, if does Aragorn not feel like he can interact with him in that same way, or when he does, it's more, yeah. it's more personal. It's not a wizard putting me down. It's
2: this guy who's going to come in and, and take the throne of my city. Sure. Yeah. Good point. Yes. And see, I wasn't sure if he had if that had softened a bit if, if he was growing more fond of aragorn right. you know and, and or is he is he becoming more threatened the closer he gets yeah it's one it's it's, it's, it's one, one of the two, two maybe I it's know. both
4: and and he's struggling with that
2: yeah cuz he jeez dude i know it's great <laughs> this is awesome he's 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 in a he's in a spot where it's he's one of those characters that i'm glad we're having this conversation because we haven't spent much time on him no at not all not. and we need to because we don't really have much time with There's him left. time with them you know so it's it's something to think Shame. about Okay, so okay, go ahead and finish the summary. <laughs> Sorry, no, uh, yeah, okay. So uh, basically, at the end, we have uh, it, it's the gist here, guys. Is they say farewell, they go down the the right. the river a bit, and then they say, "Hey, right. hold on a second, let's have a last farewell, and then yeah. we'll see you." Okay. We haven't
4: had you know we haven't had lunch together yet, so let's <laughs> so, make that happen. Yeah, and here's some lunch. gifts.
2: Uh, we'll see you later. Yeah. All right, there's your summary. There it is. So now it's time to uh, dive into these details, fill up the corners, and get after it here. Yeah, All right. It. So, um, we're gonna start off I guess with, you know, maybe some of the um, Celeborn giving them some boats, correct? Yeah. Kind of approaches it, them.
4: It is kinda interesting too how this sorta this kicks off with Celeborn saying, Hey, dude, it's time. Time to go. Yeah. It's important that they don't they had they didn't make that decision. It was Yeah. It was Celeborn saying, you know, your time here has kind of come to an end. It's time to you know, either you continue on this quest or you can stay here for a little bit until uh, you know, until you decide to leave, which can't be forever either. Yeah, exactly. You Super have interesting. To, you have
2: to decide, and he's kind of pushing them along. You know, if, if basically if you want to continue with the quest, it's yeah. leaving now. You know, and if you you know are you resolved to go and and to carry on? Right. Um, and Gladriel is the one who has looked into their eyes and and sees that they all have they still have that resolve to go and to be a part Isn't of that. that. Amazing. It is amazing. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and Boromir here again is the one who's yeah, speaking up, speaks up right, right away. away. Um, and he knows, and this is where almost like, I think he makes a distinction between himself and the company. Yeah. Because he yeah. basically says my, my way home lies onward, not back, you know, and he's just yeah. kind of saying like, I'm going this way anyways. Right. Y'all can come if you want, or, or Aragorn can, can't, you know. And again, from the, from the get go, he and Aragorn and Aragorn has been kind of split here. Um, They've been traveling back to Minas Tirith, and that's yep. that's where they're headed. Yep. You know, uh, they'll go as long as they can. Now, Aragorn's thinking, you know, our uh, Gandalf is, is going to be there. Right. You know, he's going to be there to guide right. everybody through, and he now has been thrust into that role. Yep. You know, as the guide and, and trying to help people, you know, move forward. And, 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 <laughs> let me just i as as I'm thinking forward here, it's sort of like, isn't it amazing that these hobbits? Just how resilient, and how how flexible they are uh, to what's happening. You have these great men who could guide them there, and we know that eventually, in a few chapters, um, our boy's gonna have to set off on his own. Yep. You know. Yep. And who's gonna guide him then? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just crazy because My there's faith. been there's been so much to get him to this point. It's don't you feel like they've traveled through and this is kind of people might argue with me on this, but. Um, like like the, like the safest part of their journey. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, yeah, the, the we, hardest part, he'll have to be on
4: his own. Yeah, it's it's yeah. wild. It me. is. It, it really is.
2: It's really something.
4: So. And even, oh my gosh, okay, I could get soft track. I know, me too, I sorry. I've, I've already, been thinking about this all day and, and something, we'll talk about it later, but something that Tish mentioned about the substitution of uh, Faramir for Boromir. Okay. I want to talk about that later because she nailed it right on the head and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since.
2: Okay, cool. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah, and and I guess okay. So back back to what's going on here. We have Aragorn who says, you know, I, I we haven't decided, and he even says, you know, I don't even know if if Aragorn, sorry, if Aragorn, I don't even know if Gandalf mm-hmm. uh, right. knew, uh, you know, about what
2: what road to take. Um, so there there he's he's admitting like I don't know yet, not really sure. Yeah, and in th- this whole chapter it, we're we're uncertain, and even into the next chapter, yeah. um, they decide. That's why the boats are so important. We're going to go right down the middle. We're not going right. to pick a side, right? And Celeborn um, in his wisdom, sees he, he's helping Aragorn buy some
4: time, isn't he? Yes. You yep. know he he sees that, and Aragorn. Uh, you know, we read later he he thanks him many many times because he that's knows what, what he need. just did for him. Yeah, I don't yep. have to decide between west towards Minas Tirith. Or east straight towards Mordor yeah. on on unsafe shores. We can we can cruise down the middle, and the company is happy too. Happy too. They're like,
2: we don't have to just keep trudging. Yeah, we can be on boats for a little bit. I even think they'll make better time too. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Okay. Um. So yeah. I mean, yeah,
4: good. Really good stuff, though.
2: Yeah. Basically. So we we, ha- did we have like, that.
4: do you like Mary standing up for himself for the uh, oh,
2: <laughs> the <yes>. water loving hobbits? <laughs> yeah, he, he lets him know for sure that that's he right. is. Uh, and one hobbit, you know, yeah. cried Mary. Uh, not all of us look on boats as wild horses. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on to mention that his, his right. people live by the banks of the Brandywine. Really cool. I like that. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, all right. So, yeah, he, he, he are going to think some, you know, many times and uh, this is where they basically are. They separate, you know, um, and they get some sleep, right? You know, so because, mm-hmm. because they're going to have to, he says, um, it, oh, let's see. He thanked many times. The others, too, looked more hopeful, all right? Uh, whatever perils lay ahead, it seemed better to float down the broad tide of the Anduin to meet them than to plod forward with bent backs. Yep. Okay, yep. so that's going to, that's gonna yeah, lighten the load, uh, Absolutely. essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, okay, and uh, so, yeah, um, all shall be prepared for you and await you at the Haven before noon tomorrow, said Caliborn. I will send my people to you in the morning to help you make ready for the journey. and you've got gladriel who says you know sleep in peace and maybe the paths that
4: you each shall tread are already laid before your feet though you do not see them and she wishes them good night you gotta be thinking does that mean (sighs) i'm what does it mean well and it's interesting too that she said it's it's such an elven thing to do she says that statement's fine but she says maybe
2: yeah, maybe the like paths. take
4: take maybe out of there as and it's a very different feeling. Yeah. The paths that you each shall tread are already laid before your feet, though you do not see them. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Maybe the paths. Right. Not so much. I mean it it halfway. I'm like, okay, well is it is it laid before my feet or is it not? Which maybe yeah, I means mean, either or. As Thanks. much as I've
2: said, I love Gladriel. Gladriel, could you go back and take a look in that mirror, real quick, um, before we give set out? Give me a, on give this me a thing. forecast. Have you ever looked in the mirror? I want to know.
4: Okay, <laughs> I know it's yours, but hey, elves answer both yes and no, right? When yeah. asked for counsel. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, that we get into this next section here, and it's when they go back, and you think they're going to get some sleep, right? Uh, but they all meet up. Oh, yeah, even there's... even Legolas comes with them, yep. and they they have some more discussion. Yep. Uh, they need to take counsel together and figure out what they're going to do. And it says that for a long time they debated what they should do and how it would be best to attempt uh, the fulfilling of their purpose with the ring. But they came to no decision. Uh, most of them uh, want to go to Minas Tirith. Um, they think that that would keep them away from the enemy for a while. Um, but they would have been, follow- been willing to follow a leader uh, over the river and into the shadow of Mordor. But Frodo spoke no word, right? So he's staying quiet. And Aragorn is still divided in his mind. Can I so our something? two leaders there yeah. are, are, dude, can I just say real quick? You go ahead. Uh, just guess, a quick I'm aside. I love this yeah. because I think we, we. You're going to say the same thing I'm going to say. We think of leadership, and we think, quick answer, always confident, always knowing what's going on. Yep. A, a real leader has so much to think about and so much to consider that they don't have to be real. I, I, when, a, when people are real quick with an answer, I get a little like freaked out. I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay. Have you thought about this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that's great. You gave me. You spit out something real quick, but, and I'm I'm the same way. Like, okay, in meetings at school, oh I know. People ask for suggestions. A lot of times I'm I'll I'll say, guys, I need to think about this for a minute. Yeah. Like I I could give you some stuff, but I don't even know. I haven't even seen this kid you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me see the kid first. Then maybe I could bring some stuff that would be useful. But so I think our our society values. Quick responses, whether they're right or wrong, and with confidence. If you say something quickly with
2: confidence, people go, (laughs) "Hey, that's what they sound like." All
5: right, uh huh. Okay.
2: Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I I think the same thing. I honestly think a lot of times we need to um, be quick to hear. Yeah. You know, and we need we need to sit down and listen for a second, take it all in, and 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 then you know we don't need to speak right away. Yeah. You know, Um, people sometimes will even demand of us an answer right away. That's, I'm sorry, you know, I, I don't have an answer to give you right now, right. Uh, you know, not one that I'm comfortable, you know, putting my stamp on here, right. you know, so right. I, I want to take some time to kind of listen and, and think about this, and I think it's just a really, you know, it's one line, but, you know, Frodo speaks no word, he yeah. listens to the feeling of his company, yeah. he is the ring bearer, right. he has to decide what to do. And he feels a lot of responsibility for them being there in the first place. Sure he does. I mean, this is He's like, had
4: that since the beginning. Yes, he has. So you know, so it's 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 personal in the in the highest way for him too. Yeah, Um, but I do love this because we have and there's a line later on. I I can't remember where it is. I'm sorry, but it's cool because I see now where they're getting some of this. You know, I think I think in the films, Aragorn can be sort of too. um, uh, I don't know, like his confidence is is not there at all they're like super lacking in confidence, but I see now where they get some of that from. It's is sure. from some of these times where um you know, they're saying he feels trouble. They they say he doesn't know. Um they say he he doubts, you know, um you know, his decision and in, in what what needs to come next. But that's part of why we've seen Aragorn so far be really confident. We've seen him be very sure of who he is and of where he's going this whole time. Um, and so it's really cool to see him like this because it just humanizes him. I mean, he's a, he's a superhero. Yeah. yeah, He's a superhero. And then when you see him humanized like this, you're like, okay, he's, he's a man. He is also a man. Like he has, he has troubles and insecurities and, and doubts like
2: everybody. And it's not a bad thing to have those. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can can I put us in a a little situation here? You know, you're Aragorn and Kyle. Okay. You agree. Yeah, you love shut that, it down. I'm, I'm, that's that's the high note. We're over, it's over. Okay. <laughs> okay. He, he knew, um, you know, let's see here. It says, but in Moria, the burden of Gandalf um, had been laid on him. The mm-hmm. burden of Gandalf being, you know, I have to lead, make these decisions, mm-hmm. you know, guide this company. He knew that he could not now forsake the ring if Frodo refused in the end to go with Boromir. So, again, go back to that con- where they're debating this. Frodo sits in silence. He doesn't know what Frodo's thinking. And Frodo's not giving that up to anyone. (laughs) And so he, Aragorn, is watching Frodo, the ring bearer. And that's the one he's really going to focus on. And so neither one of them can say anything because, well, I'm sure Aragorn is going back and forth with people on on their ideas is what they'd like to do. But when Frodo says nothing, and he knows, we go on to read here, um, and yet what help could he or any of the company give to Frodo save to walk blindly with him into the darkness? Now, as a leader and someone who, you know, I mean, like, look at what Elrond said back at the council. It's sort of like, sometimes wisdom will tell you that, like, the, the best thing that you can do is nothing, Yeah, you know, um, is to not interfere, just step back, you know. Um, I don't know. Wow. And that
4: actually, it's funny you bring that up, because that pairs perfectly. And maybe I didn't say that right, but, you know. No, 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 you did. You did. And, and, and it's interesting, what you just said happens, so it's almost like Aragorn's looking around and he can't read Frodo. And at the end of this section, we've got a moment mm-hmm. where Frodo looks to Aragorn and he uh, he seems deep in thought and he can't make a connection with them with him so it's almost like they're they're looking for this time to talk with one another mm-hmm. yep. and they're not the timing's just not quite
5: right
2: yeah later Frodo looked to Aragorn, but yes. he seemed deep in his own thought and made no sign that he had heeded. Boromir's words. Yeah, so Boromir says something that kind of freaks him all out. Freaks him out. What well, it should. Yeah, because it should. You know, he's basically saying that. Um, Speaking his it, thoughts without realizing it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and actually, it's something we mentioned before. Going back to our, our discussion with him um, at length, he spoke again. So he kind of says, i my duty is to go to Minas Tirith." Yeah. Um, but after some some pause and the debating, kind of sits and they're just you know quiet for a bit. He says, um, "If you wish only to destroy the ring, then there is little use in war and weapons." Yeah. And the men of ministereth cannot help. But if you wish to destroy the armed might of the Dark Lord, then it is folly to go without force into his domain. And folly to throw away... It would be folly to throw away lives. I mean, he ended. So it's a choice between defending a strong place and walking openly into the arms of death. At least, that is how I see it. And in between there, between saying, and folly to throw away... Mm-hmm
4: it would be folly to throw away lives, lives away. He says, he, you know, it says he paused suddenly as if he became aware that he was speaking his thoughts aloud. Sure. Yeah. Didn't even realize that yeah. he was giving himself away there.
2: And yep. what was he going to say next? Throw away the ring, the ring. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. And, and I believe Aragorn heard some of that, but he's deep in thought. I wonder if he doesn't already know, um, his I, I, I guarantee you he is weighing what would happen if they took this ring to, to minister Tirith. You know, he's already going to have an uphill battle. Um, walking in there and saying, "I'm here," you know, right. here to rule. King returns, man. Yeah, Saws so, back. Get off my throne. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I, I <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. So, yeah. So, what is he going to do? Go, go in there and can he defend him against? Because th- at that point, Boromir is in control. You know, I mean, he's he's in his, you know, for the time being, anyways. Until sure. Aragorn can kind of rally his own support or yeah, show them that. That is a that scary
4: thought. It's it's almost like it's it's scary either way. You yeah. take it west; it's scary for a different reason than if you take it take it east. Yeah, yeah. so you know, I don't. Yeah, it's mm. okay. But Mary and Pippin are already asleep, and Sam was nodding
2: yeah. as the night grows old. So hobbits can't be bothered, right? Now, in the in the in, in the morning, though, um, we're gonna have some breakfast. It's uh, not necessarily <laughs> breakfast you would imagine. Um, some cram, <laughs> some cram, I'm cram this in here, uh, chew it up in my mouth, and swallow it. And uh, it's going to taste good. And it's Gimli ate a out. little too much, didn't he? He did, man. He, he just took some of this uh, mowing it down, so, so, some of this lemon bread, and he just, he just, you know, he, did he eat the whole thing? Did he, did he not uh, eat the whole cake? Yeah, close to with it, with
4: great relish. And you had the elves crying, "No
2: more, no, no more, no more!" Laughing. No. You have eaten enough already for a long <laughs> day's march.
4: <laughs> um, so you know he mistakes this for just normal cram bread, yeah. right? Or um, I'm envisioning like you know like tack you know like sure. the, the uh, you know
2: scraps from the from, from the baker's house yeah yeah,
4: yeah like the, the stuff that you pack for a long voyage it doesn't taste real good but it yeah. fills you up yep and uh, you know these uh, elves answer this is lembas or whey bread and it's more strengthening than any food made by men and it's more pleasant than cram by all accounts and Gimli says yeah it is it actually reminds me of the Bjornings uh, some of their That's baked a cool. goods right Yeah. nice little reference and he said that, you know they're, they, they're the best bakers that, that I know of Mm-hmm. So they, they give them some advice on how to eat this. It's cool because it just expands on what we see in the film. You know, we eat only a little at a time and at need. Uh, these things are given to you. When all else fails, the cakes will keep sweet for many days if they are unbroken and left in their leaf wrappings. Yeah. So it's really cool because these these play a, a huge part later on Yeah. Uh, when you're in some desolate lands and you have nothing else to eat and you have to start rationing this lumbus bread. I mean... This, it's crazy how this gift here
2: continues out throughout the the rest of the entire story, mm-hmm, for sure. Um, yeah, so they're they're packing up, they're getting ready to go here. They've got some provisions, um, but it's time for them to get you know some new garb. Did for you, uh, dude, did you just fall in love with these cloaks even absolutely. more?
4: Yeah,
2: it's amazing. The, the part about the colors—they're magic. They they're are. Magic. They are. Yeah. So and that's that's what Pippin wants to know. Or what are we dealing with here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, they're actually aren't they actually these sewn? Are these, are these magic cloaks?
4: Yeah. My How are they?
2: They say somewhere that they were sewn by the lady herself, yes, right? Yes,
4: and her maidens. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, okay. And they they'd never uh, clad geez. strangers in the garb of right. our own
4: people. This is a big honor they're receiving. Yeah. The co- I love the part with the colors just because it just... You can totally... Do you care if I read this real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just... You can imagine this, and they did such a good job with the film because it really captured this. For each, they provided a hood and cloak made according to his size of the uh, of the light but warm silken stuff that the Galathrim wove. It was hard to say of what color they were—gray with the hue of twilight under the trees. They seemed to be, and yet if they were moved or set in another light, they were green as shadowed leaves, or brown as fallow fields by night, dusk silver as wet under the stars. Each cloak was fastened about the neck with a brooch like a green leaf veined with silver mm-hmm. I mean just like the and we all know fabric like that. that's it's kind of it is appealing and magical because it changes, right I've got a, my favorite coat of all time. Sometimes it looks green, sometimes it looks brown. Yeah, sometimes it looks black, and it's just like the coolest thing in the world.
2: That's awesome. So what color was it? Yeah, <laughs> the, the cloak all yeah. of them. Okay, cool, just every single one. That's great actually. Um, yeah, so we got the magic cloaks. We've got the, you know, the, the magic bread. Um, a lot of magic stuff going on here. Pretty magical. Yeah. Is this what you call elf magic? That's what <laughs> I'm calling it, you know? Uh, so anyways, after their morning meal, the company said farewell um, to, the, to, to the lawn by the fountain. Um, and uh, Their hearts were heavy. Did you, yeah. did you think this was interesting? Well, and you know, that's sort of like the resolve that, that Celeborn says they'll need to yeah. leave this land. I think they understand, um, well, first of all, they themselves are super attached to it, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can only imagine. Look at what it's done to Gimli. Right. You know? Uh, right. He's this a, a changed dwarf, isn't he? Yeah.
4: And in a lot of ways, this has been a very like, healing place for them, hasn't it? After their yes. biggest trauma. And we talk about how this happens, right? We'll have, you know, we'll have this, uh, this huge climax and then some downtime in between and how they, they, it keeps getting more and more important every time. Mm-hmm. and more and more meaningful because this quest only is deepening them yep, but yeah but sure. yeah I mean it's so it's done one thing to Boromir it's almost kind of this. the truth has been kind of brought out here this is a place where your your intentions are kind of revealed if nothing else but then by the lady yeah you know what sure. I mean and whether that's all communicated or not it's like almost like it sets them more into motion yeah like Agreed. you're unable to for okay here you go you're unable to cloak them any longer
2: yeah yeah <laughs> All I right. Mean, yes, it's crazy. It is good. It's good. Um, now we have the return of Hav Haldir though. Yeah, he's back. I'm back from the fence, boys. He's back from the fence, <laughs> um, and this is neat. You know, nice to have him. Uh, you know, back and he yeah. talks about the the Dimrodale yeah. and what's going on there. The noises and the sounds and the smoke. You know, it's kind and like when what you came hearing. in in the house today. Yeah, it was crazy. The noises, the smells and the sights. Yeah, everything, guys. It's overwhelming. Back from the um, <laughs> Uh but. uh yeah, I mean, what is that though? What do you think? What's he hearing there? Is he hearing? Uh... I don't,
4: I don't know. Um, the Dimril Dale is full of vapor and clouds of smoke, and the mountains are troubled. There are noises in the deeps of the earth. If any of you had any thoughts of returning home
2: northwards, good luck. It's not going to happen. You think I saw Gandalf? What in the, is and the Belrog going after it down there? up, wow. Right. I mean, I don't know. Before getting back to Sarax, I do. I that's a good question or or just they're they're all stirred up because of the commotion you know it's a pretty big uh, they awoke they awoke a lot of things there i mean they
4: came in and they you know that region got woke what can i say uh and then i don't know i mean are those are those um evil forces kind of amassing and and yeah interesting though because he doesn't really give a you know obviously he doesn't give a specific answer he says it's
2: kind of veiled and shadowed but right right crazy Okay, um, you know, but but come, your path now goes south. At last, he kind of led them down the, the southward slope of the hill. Uh, they came again to the the great gate um, hung with lamps, yeah. uh, into the white bridge. You know, and so they passed out of the city of the elves. Yeah, and so they're on their way. Yeah. Um, they get off the paved roads. They get onto some worn, um, you know, pathways, and they're they're back yeah. out into the forest. You know, yeah. and uh, and what have you. So, let's see. Um, they had gone some ten miles. Um, and new was at hand when they came on a high green wall all right uh, passing through an opening they came suddenly out of the trees before them lay a long lawn uh, shining grass studded with golden Eleanor that glinted in the sun mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat mm-hmm. right I did too you I loved this
4: description uh, yeah.
2: the lawn ran out into a narrow tongue between bright margins um, on the right and the west of the silver load flowed glittering uh, on the left to the east uh, the great river rolled; its broad waters deep and dark. Mm. So, um, just sort of lays nice out some to, of the yeah,
4: nice spot to kind of stop for a second.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so the Malloran trees are
4: no more, though they're they're out of that realm, right? Yep. Yeah, yes,
2: yeah. so yeah. because they're, they're yeah, they're, and they're back on the banks of the yeah. of the of the silver load. Yeah. Um. This is where they're basically getting ready to to jump into the boats. That's right. And these boats are uh, described. I mean, I, there's a lot of colors in this chapter. Yes. You know the cloaks are described that the, the the boats, um, the shores, the trees, everything. It's all white and gray and, um, silvery gold and, and silver green. Gold, yep. Um, right. you know, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. It's, it's well, again, back to that, uh, his descriptions are just wonderful. Beautiful. You know, transported. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: the rope. Yeah. I was gonna say Sam <laughs> so gets some
2: rope, right? This is, this is fun. Uh, <laughs> he notices the, the rope that's coiled up there, um, next to each of the three boats and, uh. <laughs> It looks slender, but strong, you know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's got this gray hue. Made of hit Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, and I think it's neat that the elves, like, Sam is, I almost wonder what the elves think about these hobbits, right? Yeah. I wonder if, like, we don't really get this, but I, I'm imagining them kind of watching the hobbits and what they're doing. And when they see one... Get all excited and run over and look at the rope. They, I almost, if I were an elf and I didn't know much about hobbits, I'd run over and I'm, I'm curious about these, <laughs> these little guys, you know, yeah. and, and oh, yeah. what, what they're into. And if they would have known that he was into rope making and it runs in the family, could have learned a lot. He could have learned a lot, and they yeah. would have been happy to teach him, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, he didn't have the time. <laughs> didn't, didn't, yeah, didn't come up in a natural conversation there. So it's in the family. That's as right, you, man. as you might say. Yeah,
4: which makes sense, Gardner. You know, you could. Uh, <laughs> take Some old grass and make it into some nice rope.
2: I just think it's neat, you know, just to kind of it watch cool. them because you know, they're what is their path? What is their whole part in this? I know we're, yeah. we're going to bring them back in two towers, but um, you know, right now their you know, uh, land is disturbed with this mm-hmm. company coming through, mm-hmm. they're probably all the talk, you know, yeah. and uh, now they have to see them go. Yeah. So, you know, they're singing songs for Gandalf and and I, yeah. they, they definitely were to spread it about uh, the nature of this quest. Yeah. Even if they don't know exactly what's what's going on. Yeah. And that's a question for you, Elaine. Do you think they know exactly what's going on? How Just much, the common elf. Yeah, just the common elf, yeah. I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't know. I don't know. That's
4: a great question. That, that if there's any one like group of people we don't get really fleshed out, it's the commoner.
2: Yeah, for or, sure. Or
4: just the, I guess, I don't know, a common elf. Or like the, the average individual in Rohan or you know, a typical hobbit. We even get more of that, I think, than anything because we have, you know, the opinion of Sam that we get a little bit in the, in the mm-hmm. early chapters. And we get the opinions of Ted Sandyman, and we hear the talk around the Shire. And yeah. We, you're right. We don't get that here. We don't get whispers of, is there
2: just this overall knowledge and wisdom that they all kind of share and are they of one mind like that? I yeah. don't know. I mean... Well, what I was thinking is that you know up until we had done Baron and Luthian, I hadn't really, you know, because we come across, um, oh gosh, I, f- I forget his name now. Um, is it? It's not Finway. Um, where oh, is it? Finrod, one of his sons, right? Um, that had, um, yeah, that they they, they kind of yes. like. Oh dang it! What are their names? Dude? I can't remember their names. The scoundrels, yeah. the two scoundrels. Yeah, and it's sort of like I I never pictured elves kind of acting in that way like being contrary yeah you know or you know just i i I, because we don't really get a whole lot of that here and so you almost wonder what the common elf or what the talk is in the land um which is just um so it was the one who had uh who are the great yeah right i'm looking it up because i can't can't remember their names i hated those guys yeah well yeah i think we're supposed to um but it was just kind of neat to to get that sort of dynamic i think so um I don't know. You guys, let us know what you think about uh, what the, what the old common elf is thinking, and do they know? Because uh, I mean, I don't think they know that the ring, the, the one ring to rule them all, is is right there walking past. Do you? <laughs> That's I a, don't know. You know what I mean? I have like no idea. That would be crazy. Because I think uh, Celeborn actually said at one point, like that they knew, or either either him or or, or Gladriel, last chapter had said they knew uh, the nature of their quest, and that they not to speak yeah. of it here. You know, type okay. of Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, anyways. Okay. Um, now, in the boats, it just kind of um, Tolkien describes how they're arranged. Um, you had Aragorn, Frodo, and Sam were in one boat. Boromir, Mary, and Pippin were in another. Uh, and the third boat had Legolas and Gimli, um, who had now become fast friends. I love how they're almost kind of these bro- boats are almost kind of like smart boats, they're almost kind of like
4: uh, yeah. characters in their own, right? Like, yeah. you, have to, you, have to, you have to know what you're doing to handle these.
2: Right, right. You know yeah. I mean, they talked about yeah. the
4: importance of, of being a good boatman to be able to
2: take charge of one of these boats. Absolutely, it's cool. Yeah, well, yeah, and they, they did mention too that the boats can kind of get away from you if, if right. you're Not that's what I'm saying. It's okay. like they're almost it's almost like riding in, it's almost like riding a horse, in a way. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, let's see. They um, oh uh, the, the neat part we haven't really got a chance to talk about it yet too much is um, Gimli and Legolas's friendship. Yes. You know what I mean? That's yes. really something that's that's uh, kind of blossomed here. I think his respect for, you know, um, everything that's happening with, well, it just, just being in this land, being accepted by the lady. Yeah, treated with respect. Yeah, yeah for sure. Looking upon her, all that good stuff. Yeah. So It
4: came as a surprise to him. It was like it was unexpected that he would be yeah, treated with such respect. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, okay. Let's see. Let's move on here. What else do we have? Got them in the boats. Uh,
4: they come across. If we come to the uh, this, this this great swan. Oh yeah. We come across. They and they they think it, is this giant swan in in the in the river, but it turns out this is a, sh- a ship. They see music coming down, uh, the river as it drew near, and suddenly they perceive that it was a ship, wrought and carved with elven skill in the likeness of a bird. Two elves clad in white. Steered it with black paddles. In the midst of the vessel sat Celeborn, and behind him stood Galadriel, tall and, light, tall and white. A circlet of golden flowers was in her hair, and, her ha- and in her hand she held a harp, and she sang. Sad and sweet was the sound of her voice in the cool, clear air. So should we read this in the common tongue or English? And then one of the big deals we have, guys, is we have... Oh, yeah. We have three... Uh, th- this this lament ri- uh, read in three languages. It's amazing. It's actually really <laughs> it's so so cool. Really we have amazing. so we yeah. can read it in the common tongue because we also have uh, Luca who's going to read it in Hungarian. Yeah, Yel who's going to read it in Dutch, and yeah. Kala who's going to read it in Swedish.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. I do, do us the honor if you would. Um, oh gosh, dude. Okay, you know, I, yeah. So th- it's really I, when we first got these, I I was blown away. Couldn't believe it. So I couldn't either. Uh, okay, so I'll read it in English. Okay. Uh, I sang of leaves, of
4: leaves of gold, and leaves of gold there grew. Of wind I sang, a wind that. Oh, God. Cut it, restart it. Here we go. <laughs> I sang of leaves, of leaves of gold, and leaves of gold there grew. Of wind I sang, a wind there came, and the branches blew. Beyond the sun, beyond the moon, the foam was on the sea. And by the strand of Ilmarin, there grew a golden tree. Beneath the stars of Evel. Ever, oh my gosh! Ever Eve, in Eldamar it shone. In Eldamar, beside the walls of Elven Tirion, there long the golden leaves have grown upon the branching years. While here beyond the sundering seas, now fall the Elven tears. O Lorien, the winter comes, the bare and leafless day. The leaves are falling in the stream. The river flows away. O Lorien, too long I have dwelled upon this hither shore, and in a fading crown have twined the golden Eleanor. But if of ships I now should sing, what ship would come to me, what ship would bear me ever back across so wide a sea. Mm-hmm. And guys, it's really good that I kind of mess that one up because it doesn't really
2: matter because the next three are so beautiful. Oh, yeah, I know. It just shows like how <laughs> feeble it is anyway. Well, so I, I actually think if you, if you ask if you ask them, I think uh, Callie might have mentioned that, uh, you know, it... Well, they are beautiful. It's it's wonderful, but I think it's like I wonder I wonder if they did it in one take because uh, it's They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. All right, you want to listen to Lucas first? Yeah, let's take a listen. Okay.
7: Arain lombo kruassol dalom is aranyom fakatt. Szérről derelültem, sötte szél árastván áltakat. Túlaholdon, túlanapon a, túl a, a tenger habja hull, és élmarin partján arany fanőtt. Sahogy kigyúl a csillaglámpás örökest. Ott ragyog már földjén, a tündértirion tornyos falainál. Ott sok aranygajnőt soká ágbogas éveken, Míg tünde könyhul innen a háborgó tengeren. Ó, Lórien, jön már a tél, a lomtalan idő, Hull a folyóra sok levél, sodrúg tova tűnő. Lórien, innen partvidék túl soká volt hazám, Fontan fognyadó koronát Elenor aranyán. De hajókról, ha is, nekem, hogy tengeren.
2: Wow. Yeah. First of all, her voice amazing. Luca, you kind of sound like Galadriel. Yeah. I A mean, little bit. It's really, really good. Just I uh I milky, wrote her back. Sweet voice. Yeah, and she, Beautiful. Mentions, she mentions Hungarian is is actually very different. It's very, very language hard for uh the English, you know, um, to learn Hungarian, right, right. so oh, that was beautiful. It sounded, um, it sounded
4: almost Elven to me. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, for sure. All right, we have Yell's next, which is in Dutch.
3: Hello, this is Jels from Belgium. I will read the poem of Galadriel in Dutch. The Dutch translation of Lord of Rings by Max Huchard is the first translation ever made of Lord of Rings. Here is the poem. Ik zong van bladeren, van bladeren goud. Toen groeide bladeren goud. Ik zong van wind. Een wind stak op en blies door het takkenwoud. Achter de zon, achter de maan, schuimde der zee een En bij het strand van Ilmarin groeide een gouden boom. In sterlicht sterrenlicht van immeravond straalde hij als een zon. In Eldamar, naast muren van het Else Tyrion. Daar groeide lang het gouden blad, Aan het groeiende jarental. Maar hier achter de zee die scheidt. Ligt het elfentranendal. O Lorien, de winter komt. Dorre en bladloze tijd. De bladeren vallen in de stroom. En de rivier verglijdt. O Lorien, te lang heb ik op deze kust verwijld. En in steeds doffere kroon de gouden elinor getwijnd. Maar als ik nu van schepen zing. (laughs) Welk schip neemt mij dan mee? Welk schip zal ooit terugvoeren mij over zee? And yeah. gorgeous and, and 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 just as
4: gorgeous. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. Um wow. I mean, I feel like I feel like we're sitting in an, in this this green field with a bunch of elves just coming up and and oh, reading yeah. to
2: us as Oh, I know. I know. It does kind of feel like that does not it. Yeah. It's, it's it's really neat. It really does. You know, and we actually have a connection uh to make to make later on um about the way in which you know um they the hobbits not this lament not this song but um another one that sung yeah, later, later on, on that's how right. they would feel when they when they heard um you know the elves singing in their own uh tongue native tongue things like that even frodo yeah you know um yeah. so but we've got one more for you yep we got kalle here he is o
8: licht virvla löf för vind åren är och så som trädens ringar År har svunnit likt ett stänk på en kind, likt vita mjödet starka vingar. I västens salar, bortom havets gång under valv, där stjärnor själva vid hennes kungliga stämmas helgasong. Vem ska nu fylla min kalk, den sparda? När stjärnornas lysande drottning Varda, från evigt vita fjäll sina händer lyft likt skimrande mån i längtan lång och skuggor skänka var stig i natt och mörkret väller från gråa länder. I skummande våg där ej gräns blir satt och dimmor döljer för evigt sen kalla siriös gnistrande ädelsten. Förlorad är hjälten, är Valimar för oss, som östen i järngrepp har. Farväl, kan hända du finner hans själ, Valimars. Kanske din väg sig kröker, kanske du finner vad själv du söker. Farewell, Swedish. Yeah, wow, dude. Let's hear some more of that, bro.
2: I tell you, man, it's so 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 neat to hear uh, their voices. I just can't uh, can't get enough of it. It's beautiful. It's actually really cool. We were sitting in the the living room uh, before we started, just like listening to them over and over. I was like. This is super cool, melodic, and uh, now full disclosure: just, we we have no idea if that's ex- if that's if they're actually <laughs> <laughs> reading, uh, you know, from the book. Biggest gag so, ever! If they weren't, that would be, that would be hilarious. It'll be hilarious. These so, these three are too honest. Yeah, they're, just know we we honest. super trust these guys. So um, um, and we do actually they're and, wonderful people. So. And
4: how beautiful too! Like uh, I, I just um, obviously, this is gonna sound like the dumbest thing ever, but just the even the sounds. That you make in 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 these other various languages so different from sounds that we make, and just mm-hmm. how soothing they are to the ear. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. uh, Luca, Yell, Calais, You can go ahead and read all three books in, in your native tongues. Send it to me, and I'll just go ahead and listen to just it. It'll it be my I mean, my relaxation tapes. Yeah, maybe even put me to sleep, and that's okay. <laughs> we can make that happen if oh, you want. Man. I know it's fantastic, it's beautiful. That so it was really cool to
2: to see. You know, as that. <laughs> Yep. I mean, it makes me think, dude That we should Speak in our Oh, oh That we What was that? The name game coming on there? Should we play the name game Or should we?
4: An ad just tried to interrupt our dreaming That's not going to happen That's not happening And Goldberry's walking through She's wonderful it's washing day Is it or is it Damn. napping day? See, now I'm just distracted
2: <laughs> I love you Now I'm I love just you. distracted,
4: Okay <laughs> Oh, okay, well, let's get back to it. Let's do some dreaming. we got to start a Lord of the Rings podcast. Sure. Especially with all these beautiful uppers around. We've got to do it. Okay. Turn yeah, down sure. my dream music there? What are you doing, boy? No, nah, I just, you know. All right, oh, to- you better have a good idea then. Let's get the name right. Uh, Possibly the Sylvan Silence podcast? Oh, okay. Yeah. I like
2: that. I don't understand it. Uh, the Leaf and Branch podcast. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, okay. Beyond the Tongue podcast. Ooh. That is I don't know actually. what you discuss on that podcast. Cool. Beyond the tongue. You'd get there. Wow. Uh, long and strong and light podcast. That sounds like it's describing. These you. are starting to kind of come together, aren't they? This <laughs> uh, is, you know. How about this next one, Ez? Yeah. Um, You're ready for it. I know you are. You... A Wet Wang podcast. <laughs> Did I say that right? Does that go with the, the long and strong and light?
0: Um, how about. Uh,
1: according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. That's indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
4: Uh, trolling in the deep.
2: <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Trolling in the deep. That's great. That's actually fantastic. I don't know. We're getting close, guys. Okay, you know. One of these days, we'll get there. Yeah, maybe yep. we'll we'll try to do the name game in a, in a different uh, language. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine? Wouldn't that be radical? That'd be a disaster, As I love you, but that would be a... I only speak one language. Right. And it's Highland Dwarf, just so you know. Can we have a sample of that? Hi, my Highland Dwarf? Yeah. Sure. Um, Let's see. Uh, something like that. I forget what I said there. Um, I think I said pancakes. we are ready. should get back to the, the, yeah, the chapter. Yeah, I guess so. Tesomose. Tesomose. So anyways, also real quick, I wanted to note that who on... Sidebar. Who on who I was thinking uh, about, we had just read Baron and Luthien, and it was... Remember earlier we were talking about this, and I was trying to figure out who the heck I was trying to remember. I tried looking it up too. I can't remember the names because I hate them. Well, it was Feanor's sons. It was Kelligorm. There it is. That was the guy who was just a jerk. Yeah, there yeah, it is. Yeah, so anyways, elves can be kind of... Uh, Kelegorm the worm. Kind of jerkish, just yeah, so you know. So when we, when we talk about, uh, you know, what's going on with the common elf and what could be happening... Go check
4: out Baron and Luthien Yeah, check it out for on sure.
2: Patreon, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Okay, um, now, yeah, so we, we've had a uh, nice little, uh, you know, song there from Galadriel and... Uh, oh, okay. So it's, it's uh, basically, we've come to bid our last farewell... Yep. okay, uh, and to speed you away with blessings from our land, yeah. um, and I think is this sort of like a do they traditionally do this? Hmm. You know, g- I a, don't know giving of gifts before. Maybe someone else out there can let us know if this is something that they typically do. I think they're um, probably sitting around. They're like, you know what,
4: we've done a lot. We should go the extra mile. Get out the gifts. Let's go. Let's go cut them off. <laughs> Come on, let's go get them launched <laughs> and bring them. These get gifts. the swan ship. Let's head <laughs> That's on down. Right. <laughs> got this jewel I need to give Aragorn. I totally forgot about. Let's catch up with them. Yeah, yeah. we know the way. Right, right. So well. it's it's really really cool. Uh, um, yeah. So they've they've uh, they're gonna have lunch, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, right. That's what they're doing. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna, I got gotcha. you.
4: Well, I'm just gonna, I'm I'm taking it back here because what this next at? part? This next part is I have uh, after they had eaten. So I'm skipping ahead. After they had eaten and drunk. Uh, Upon the grass, Celeborn spoke to them again of the journey and lifting his hand, he pointed it south to the woods beyond the tongue. And this whole next paragraph (laughs) I have kind of bracketed and just says Ezra because it's all about directions, what they're going to encounter and where they're going. And I'm like, he's got to be reading this going, all right, let me pull out the map. Okay. I did for a second. Ezra's compass. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're okay. All
2: right. right, But I think, I think think it's always always like once I get into a new land because you know, when we looked mm-hmm. at the map before, um, they start to kind of talk about um, Fangorn Forest, right? I
4: mean, he's talking about, and he's talking about Rohan. He's
2: talking about Ember yes. Muil, yep.
4: Dead Marshes. We're, this is, he's pretty much laying out the way you're going to have to go to get to Mordor.
2: Yes. All the way to Cirith Gorgor and the, you know, Black Gates. Yeah, absolutely. So he's giving them, do you think maybe like earlier when he spoke with them, he was sort of like, I need to give these guys a little more advice uh, than I had before. Maybe. I don't know. You Maybe know? no, you're right because he's coming back and he's more specific here. He's much right? more specific. He talks yeah. about the, the rivers and how they flow, uh, like the lay of the land that, that they will get. Yeah. Now, here's my thinking. I actually have a feeling that he went back, you know, and uh, he and he and Lady, you know, Galadriel had a little, you know, uh, sit down chat in their, you know, treehouse mm-hmm. and talked about <laughs> the, the idea. House. I think they might have seen some things as well. Uh, you know, had that, they cons- counseled each other? Maybe not. Had they sat and talked? maybe they hadn't but but what i'm what i'm getting to is i think that um one maybe when his his first conversation that he has at the beginning of this chapter he sees that they he, he kind of believes they're all going to be together i almost wonder if he, if oh. he's giving the lay of the land here if he's not also trying trying not to give away what frodo's in, intending or if frodo's intending that we don't know if he's intending it yet or not but um you know he's kind of letting the whole company here know right. Right. what the what lays ahead right because it's the entire there's, South very, there's a lot of uncertainty yeah. going forward who's going to go to Tirith? who's going to go on the east uh, bank and the west bank and yeah. and uh, where does the travel continue is mary
4: and Pippin paying attention
2: you know right yeah <laughs> we don't know <laughs> they're gonna wing it i'll That's tell right. you right now they're
4: gonna wet wing it uh, yeah they <laughs> are so <laughs> don't forget the sniffing
2: do not um uh, so, yeah, I mean, he just kind of goes over all, as you said, all those different directions, um, you know, and, and, and uh, lays it out there for us. So um, Boromir continues to, you know, talk about Minas Tirith and, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, make some relationships to the, the different landmarkers that uh, um, had been mentioned. Talk about Rohan and Fangorn
4: a little bit. Right, yeah.
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. And how strange Fangorn had, you know, is and that uh-huh. they shouldn't travel through there. Uh-huh. Um, that that is, they should and also kind of downplays that too saying it's like wives tales
4: and stuff that uh-huh. from, from stuff there and Celeborn says uh, you know it seems like you know what you're talking about I don't need to tell you more he said but do not despise the lore that has come down from the distant years for oft it may chance that old wives keep in memory word of things that
2: once were needful for the wise to know yeah
4: pretty awesome
2: yeah honestly, pretty awesome I um, love that my mom used to tell me if you ever get a wife listen to her you know, especially if, if gets, it's if an she, aunt wife. Especially if she gets older, listen to her even more. I mean, what I, my mama didn't actually say that, but I think she would have yeah. something like. That. Well, Kelleborn is. He so. is saying it. Pay attention. He's so. saying, "Look at my wife.
4: She knows what's up. She does, and she's old. She's really old. Isn't so, she? take it from me, Barney. Are you insulting my wife? That's right, dude. <laughs> yeah. We know Gimli's not.
2: No, he's, he's not. over there trying to talk her up. But if you're calling her out. We got words, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now Gladriel she she rises from the grass, um, taking a cup, you know, from one of her maidens. She fills it fills it with this white mead that they know? kind of pass around, sort of yeah. Catholic communion style. They all drink from the same cup. Fantastic. Pretty you know? cool. Um, Hopefully, so th- none of them had anything uh, contagious. Yeah, do Do they ever get sick there? I don't think so. It's just like a perfect place, isn't it? Yeah. You know. It's true. It's wonderful. They um, contagious love. Yeah. So each of the company drinks it after the Lord had drank had drank from the cup. Um, you know, and uh, she commands them to sit again on the grass. Chairs were set for her. It's Christmas, Kelleborn. It? Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Old Santa and, and, and Mrs. Claus are. are <laughs> and are they're elves. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, oh, but it's time for giving of gifts here, and uh, so she. We, we have drunk the cup of party. She said, that's "Right. Yeah. Yeah." and the and the, and the shadows fall between us. Before you go, I have brought in my ship gifts, which the Lord and Lady of the Gladthrum have, are now, offer you in memory of Lothlorien. So, she calls each of them in turn and uh, presents them with uh, with gifts. Yep. To the leader of the company, uh, she gave uh, Aragorn a sheath
4: that had been made to fit his sword. It was overlaid with a tracery of flowers and leaves wrought of silver and gold, and on it were an elven elven runes formed of many gems, the name Anduril, and the lineage of the sword. So, so cool. I mean, in the film it's all different, you know, obviously, but so he's... I didn't even envision him having Anduril right now without a sheath. So that's very interesting. You know, I had forgotten this totally, guys. Totally forgotten this. That this is where he gets the sheath for... uh,
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For his sword. (laughs) Super cool, but that's all she can give him. There's more that his heart truly desires, but right, you know, yeah. he he says, you know, you know all of my yep. desires, you know, and and long held in keeping. Um the only treasure that I seek yet it is not yours to give me. Right. Even if you would. Right. Wow, this is I want your granddaughter. Yeah, I didn't uh, I want her heart. Is, wow. Uh
4: but then this next part's really cool. I can't remember when we talked about this stone. But we did. Uh, we actually um, talked about it in when were we talking Baron about Baron and
2: this? did it, we're, we're, yeah we were because it, it was the the, the ring uh that not, was, this is something different well, oh, this is a different one? this is different this is his um uh the brooch oh this is okay this okay, okay, is, okay but i
4: we we did bring this up and i can't remember we did can't remember when anyway um so it's been left to her care uh to be given to you uh should you pass through this land. then she lifted from her lap a great stone of a clear green, set in a silver brooch, or brooch, I always say it the wrong way, that was wrought in the likeness of an eagle with outspread wings. What? Yeah. And as she held it up, the gem flashed like the sun, shining through the leaves of the spring. The stone I gave to Celebran, my daughter, and she to hers, who's Arwen. Mm -hmm. And now it comes to you as a token of hope. In this hour, take the name that was foretold of you, Elisar, the elf stone of the house of Elendil. And this is something that, so I was thinking, like I think I brought this up because New Zealand jade, or Panamu, is green, and they could have made this out of that, and it would have been such a cool, just little. They wouldn't even had to draw a lot of
2: attention to it. So, Aragorn, it could have just shown up on his, on his breast that he wore this. You, you know that Gandalf's my favorite character, and yeah. and so I'm going to show my ignorance here a little bit. But um, what is it then that he wear? He's given something. Uh, by Arwen, he has it on the whole time. That's not the oh, same oh, the Evenstar, thing. the necklace. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So this is something that's that's different. Then this is uh, it is. So what is? This yes, it thing? is. I guess I've never it's really. Never, it
4: wasn't in the movies. There, uh, John Howe has an amazing illustration. If you look up on uh, if you look up on Tolkien Gateway, it's the it's the quickest way to find it. If you look up the Elfstone,
2: um, for some reason when I first read this, I kind of thought you. that this was, you know, huh? That's interesting. Yeah, what do you have? Wow, and John Howe and Alan
4: Lee—they just illustrate. I mean, everything is gorgeous. There are a lot of beautiful Tolkien illustrators out there, or you know, illustrators that that create art for Middle Earth. But I mean, he has one that's just—it's just beautiful. It is so beautiful, and I, I think they just missed something there, man. That could have been in the movie, and the and the what it symbolizes is is even more uh, important. Then Aragorn took the stone and pinned the brooch upon his breast, and those who saw him wondered. This is really cool. We have this like another sort of. Like transfiguration almost, right? Uh, for they had not marked before how tall and kingly he stood. And it seemed to them that many years of toil had fallen from his shoulders. For the gifts that you have given me, I thank you, he said. "O oh, Lady, of, Lady of Lorien, of whom were sprung uh, Calabrian and Arwen Evenstar. What praise could I say more? Hmm. Awesome. Wow. Awesome.
2: Yeah really oh, cool wow man i, I don't know I, you've you've uh, okay that's neat that is really cool oh uh, okay i totally missed something there then that's my fault <laughs> yeah i mean seriously i i i'm just i love it i love what, it when what's wrong with what that? i tend to do is when, I, when I, dude, things I'm, come up i get real kind of like quiet i'm sort of like um i'm, I'm like <laughs> skimming through the book and looking stuff well up. think about like, this though man who, who does this have to deal with eric Gordon. anytime i see his name pop up
4: yeah, my, my blinders get on baby my blinders get on I love everything about him he's my favorite character I'm not alone in that he's very popular but uh, in the same way that when you read about Gandalf when something with him pops up you're in it you're you're researching it you're, you're figuring out what's <clears throat> going on
2: well and I'm sure maybe we'll find out later but does this ever come up again this uh, this gift that's given to him I'm sure someone out there listening can let us know um, that's a great question because I, I just I'm bamboozled a little bit here so. you want a little history on it like sure, you, right? sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. The
4: LSR yeah. translated as Elfstone, and LSR is his king name uh-huh. as well, so he's named after this stone. Uh, that's, uh, it's Elfstone in, uh, in Western. Was known as the Stone of Arendil, or was one or possibly two fabulous green gems whose legends of creation are conflicting and complex. Hmm. And this is from Tolkien Gateway, okay? Yeah. I'm not making this up. The Elessar was was green as the leaves, but had the light of the sun trapped within it it was marveled by the noldor and those who looked through it were said to see the withered or aged as whole and young again so here you go there you go that's that's the importance that's why they were able to see him as this king that's why the years dropped from him oh it was even claimed to grant some power of healing to its wearer. so these smokes aragorn already has that skill Right, sure. But later on, in in Return of the King, there's a chapter of the Houses of Healing where he brings some very important characters back from Mm -hmm. the brink of death. Yep, and and so maybe this is plays a part in that as well. I would I would think so.
2: Okay,
8: yeah,
4: there you go. Wow, that's
2: awesome. Yeah, I'm glad we took a second there. uh, And he really kind of
4: and he also, in a bigger sense, not only does he heal people of like physical wounds, but he's healing Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like his his becoming king is is healing and healing uh, the wounds of men. Mm-hmm. You know, he's healing the wound
2: that, that um, Isildur inflicted sure. long ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's honestly awesome. You know, yeah. this is one. This is why we do this, because it's great, I, dude. I've read this two to three times this past yeah. week. I, yeah. I always just listen to the chapter over and over again, and I just glanced right over this part. Yeah. I never even gave it much thought, so I'm glad we stopped. I didn't finish the rest of the chapter, so you're going to have to carry me the rest <laughs> oh, of the <course>. chapter. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so let's move on with these gifts here real quick. Um, let's get through some of this. Yeah. Who is next? Bormir, he gets a golden belt. Uh, good for him. Good for him. You know? Golden
4: heart, golden belt. Merry and Pippin, they have uh, are yeah. given two small belts with a clasp of a golden flower, probably an El- uh, Eleanor. Uh, Legolas gets a bow sure. yeah. of the Galadrim. Uh, Longer and stouter. Yes. Yeah. So really cool. And that's that's one that's the same in the movies. That's the bow he gets gotcha. in the movies. Okay. Um, and he also gets a quiver with some arrows as well. Uh, Sam gets a really, really cool gift here that comes in, comes into play much later on, much later. Some, some,
2: Oh yeah, a little
4: bit, a little bit of, uh, foreshadowing here and, and even kind of referring to stuff that he saw within the mirror for you, little gardener and lover of trees. She, she said to Sam, I have only a small gift. Uh, she put into his hand, a little box of plain gray wood unadorned, save for a single silver rune upon the lid. Here is set G for Galadriel," she said, "but also, but also it may stand for garden in your tongue. In this box there is earth from my orchard, and such blessing as Galadriel uh, has still to bestow is still upon it, or is upon, is upon it. Mm-hmm. It will not keep you on your road, nor defend you against any peril. But if you keep, if you keep it and see your home again at last, then perhaps it may reward you, though you should find all barren and laid waste." There will be few gardens in middle earth that will bloom like your garden if you sprinkle this earth there
2: okay uh can i just point out something here real quick let's do it so galadriel is i'm just gonna gonna go ahead and say it (laughs) um she's she's lying to us man she's lying to us you know she says she can't tell whether it's what we see in that mirror is (laughs) happening in the future in the present or in the past you know what i'm saying uh clearly she does know what's happening um, or made a pretty darn good prediction, right? Okay, and maybe and, that's what she can do. Maybe she, maybe man. she
4: has that power of prediction. Maybe, maybe she assumes the worst or the best because it's kind of both,
2: isn't it? It assumes the worst, and I don't know. But anyways, just I'm kind of I'm kind of joking there. But you know, I I also I, I think it's neat though that this is something that kind of helps. He mm-hmm. can he, he's probably guessing, you know. I mean, he, he's told what it will do. But after seeing what he sees in the mirror, I think this is something that sort of like gives him that um, satisfaction to say eases. I mean, he's going to go forward with Frodo anyways. But, you know, it's nice to know in his back pocket he's got something for, you know, um, when he gets back home. home, You know, and he's got to hold on to that. And he holds and that's it's I mean, really, they are in their minds and in their hearts holding on to. You know, um, the memory of the Shire, the thinking back, you know, yeah. all the times we mentioned in the past chapters, every time that they would look back west and they had this longing, yeah. they yeah. look back, you know, um, when, they're, when they're with Tom, they're looking back. And when they're, yeah. every hill they got to, they would look back yeah, and kind right. of relish it and things. So now he has something in hand, yeah. you know, that uh, when he does look back, uh, he can take back home and, yeah. and, and do some good with. So it's, it's deep stuff. Keeps, keeps you going, doesn't deep it? Deep stuff. Yes, it does. All right. All um, right. So Sam went red to the ears. <laughs> yeah, and muttered something inaudible. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I just love it as he, so much because he clutched man. the box and bowed as well as he could. I just love how awkward he is there, it's dude. Beautiful. Can I just tell you every
2: too. every time that the dwarves and the, this is the first time I've heard that like you know maybe the hobbits have bowed before, but I love that like the bow. Yeah, you know, it, it seems it seems like a little thing, but every time that the dwarves hop off their chair and they bow low, you know, and now I see Sam kind of. With a little bow. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah. Makes me feel good. Um, all right. What, uh, what gift? Gimli next. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. What, what gift would, would a dwarf ask of, of the elves, said, said Galadriel, turning to Gimli? This is uh, none. None, he says. They
4: nailed this in the movie, too. This is this wonderful. Is a beautiful moment.
2: Yeah. It's enough for me to have seen the lady of the Galathrim and to have heard her gentle words. Wow. And yeah. she is, I think, taken aback She's, by this. Yeah, yeah absolutely you know, surprised. Hear, all ye elves, you know, she cries. Um, Let none say again that the dwarves are grasping and ungracious. Uh, so yet surely, Gimli, son of Gloin, you desire something that I could give. Name it and I, and I bid you. Um, you shall not be the only guest without a gift. So she wants to give him something. But isn't it interesting she didn't, this will show you, right? Didn't plan something. She has nothing to give right. him. Right. So when she looks at him and it isn't interesting, it's it like is she really can't sort of figure out what it is that she can read everybody else, but can't really read him um, had nothing planned for him.
4: So, wow, that is so interesting.
2: Yeah. Or maybe did she want him to ask for something? Maybe that was it too. Yeah. M- m- I don't maybe know. I mean, maybe he, yeah, yeah, it just, it's neat. So um, let's see. So, there is nothing, Lady Gladgirl, um, he said, bowing low and stammering, nothing, unless it might be, unless it is permitted to ask, he's sort of like, you know, stumbling through <laughs> here, nay, 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 no, yeah. no, no, yeah. Um, to name a should single, should I, should I not, yeah, yeah, yeah should I, uh, uh, to name a single strand of your hair, which surpasses the gold of the earth uh, as the stars surpass the gems of the mind, hmm. wow, of the mind, excuse me, Um, wow, I, I do not ask for such a gift, um, but you commanded me to name my desire. So he's not even asking for it. He's just, that is my desire, but yep. I'm, not, I'm not asking you for it. Celeborn's looking at him in wonder. Yeah, he gazed at him in wonder, didn't he? You know? um, but the lady smiled, yeah. You know, and uh, she actually ends up giving him three. Yep. Three strands. Yep. And his plan is to go back, because she wants to know, what are you going to do with this? and it's sort of it's his so cool it, it's it's neat i mean you do you want to read it i don't have it in front of me but uh yeah yeah i will um she says you know what We'll do with such a gift he says treasure
4: it lady uh, in memory of your words to me at our first meeting and if ever i return to the smithies of my home it shall be set an imperishable crystal to be an heirloom of my house and a pledge of goodwill between the mountain and the wood until the end of days wow strong words yeah, strong words. Uh-huh. And she also uh, points out here, you know, that uh, let's not for you know let's let it be known that dwarves are just as skilled with their hands. I'm sorry, <laughs> that the skill of of the dwarves is in their hands and in their tongues. Uh. <laughs> so take that as as you know what uh-huh. for whatever you will take it. Um, just but take yeah, it. he wants to he wants to make this uh, something that's handed down yeah. for the rest of his days
2: and in the days of his children and their children and. Can you as imagine a, the story he'd token. tell here? You yes. Know? Yeah. Um, there'd probably be some disbelief, wouldn't there? You know, when he gets it back. Would. It would. But, but you could almost, I can imagine him telling a story and people just seeing something in his eyes and be like, wow, he's changed. Yeah, he's, he's seen something <laughs> here. There's something else we don't, oh, we don't know. Oh, it's beautiful. So, um, but th- she gives him some words that, that kind of go with the gift. Um, I do not foretell, for the foretelling is now uh, vain. Mm-hmm. On the one hand lies darkness, and on the other only hope. But if hope should not fail, then I say to you, Gimli, son of Gloin, that your hands uh, shall flow with gold, and yet over you gold shall have I that no line. dominion. I love that line, um, man. And that's interesting because sometimes that uh, that sickness that takes Thorin, um, like right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know the and his the dwarves his father, with their with their hoard or their, or their or their their gold and yeah. things, so they can be consumed, turn by. into dragons themselves. Yeah, yeah. All right, and you, Ring Bear we're That's finally right. to Frodo That's right. um, she comes to you you know she comes to him last but he's not last in her thoughts Man. and uh, so she's prepared very, something for him very though.
4: important gift here
2: yeah she's got this this small crystal like file thing yeah. right this uh, she's got what is it um, Says so it has uh it, light it, of a yeah right yeah. yeah so this vial's got um, and
4: it's got I didn't realize this it's set that light of the star is set amid the waters of her fountain Oh yeah. So the same, you know, water where the that
2: she used for the mirror, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Are set in there. Huh. Interesting. Um may it, may it be a light to you in dark places. Huh. When all when the all lights, lights go out. out.
4: That's right. Beautiful. So we I mean we know that he uses this uses this later on and it's important uh important symbol and also uh physical, you know.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, possession yeah that was the word i was looking for there it is uh okay so now you know the the gifts have been given and uh, we'll see how those are used later on and how important they are to the company yeah um i think you know as we've said here Gladro does she she can foresee uh what's going to be needed and definitely these gifts come into play uh all right so uh she she arises and it's time for them to be on their way the travelers um sat still without moving or speaking really
4: were they're really leaving this time
2: they're really out. They're really leaving. They're, they're, they're gone. Uh, they're crying farewell. The elves of Lorien uh, with their long gray poles thrust them out onto the flowing stream. You know, um, on the green bank near the very uh, point of the, the tongue, the lady, Gladrill stood alone and silent. As they passed her, they turned and their eyes uh, watched her slowly floating away from them. So, um, and this next part is so cool, dude. For so it seemed to them, yeah. Lorien
4: was slipping backward like a bright ship masted with enchanted trees sailing on to forgotten shores yeah. while they sat helpless upon the margin of the gray and leafless world. Yeah. So some symbolism there too, as well. Right. I'm thinking Same about the thing. ships going into the West and sailing into, you know, undying lands. It's crazy, man.
2: Right. Yeah. Elf, more of that elf magic. For sure. For sure. And now we get, uh, as we mentioned before, we had those beautiful, you know, um, her, her her lament, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sort of told to us in different languages, mm-hmm. you know, from from you guys, and uh, this is something that it's it's elvish. Yeah, I don't speak it. Okay, <laughs> I miss all. I'll be honest to me. with you. I um, I don't know. That was great, man. I don't know. That I was know great. That's right.
4: Yenne uno uno timme ve ramar al daran. Dude, you are half it be elf. be awesome to be able to
2: speak that for real. People though. do. I People know they do. do. I know they do. So I think we need to. You know what we need to take as an Elvish class. As that'd be wild. Let's do it together. It would sure as heck help me with my pronunciation. <laughs> Let me tell you, I. Uh, <laughs> Same here, my friend. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. So this is and this is what we were kind of talking about, what you were referring to earlier is, you know, we were sitting in my living room, we were listening to uh, Luca and Yel and Cali, and yeah. it, we felt like the company here. Yeah, we have because human. they don't recognize this. It's an ancient
2: form of Elvish. Oh boy, it sounds beautiful, right? And, it does, and and it uh, and it's inscribed in their hearts. There it is. Yep, they remember it because Frodo comes back to it later. You know, and can you imagine it. remembering
4: this? Like this being you hear this
2: one time. She's not singing it over and over again. Yeah,
4: she's this, and it's almost kind of like. I mean, it's just like this beautiful. It's like the sound comes, and, and yeah. they know it's her voice because it sounds like her. But it's just this. this I don't. I, I envision it as like almost being part of the wind yeah that they're they're catching this song and it's like almost falling upon them and to be able to hear that and it be so powerful that you go on and i don't know i can't i don't remember when it says that he translated this uh long afterwards yes yeah. so after everything that he goes through you know he he remembers this so vividly that he can go back and say what were these words let me research this and, and translate this that's amazing it is amazing the power yeah. of these words, yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, and yeah. something, as she's singing this, this, uh, this image, you know, when they first got in to, to Lorien, and there's a, there's a moment where they, it's almost like they came through and there was like this window. They felt like they were in a place that, where, where time did not touch them. Yeah. You know, or didn't touch this place. And as they're leaving, it seems like to them that it, you know, is moving backwards, almost like it's going back. Wow to it's in times sort of you know they're moving forward and they're going out the other side of that window yeah you know and it just it gave me that impression it gave me that feeling oh that's beautiful um and so i think that's kind of neat because just have how pure and untouched this place is it's it's very um it's ancient you know it's got some cool stuff going on there so um all right so basically yeah okay here we go so the trip they turned they faced um to face their journey the sun was before them um, their eyes were dazzled uh, for they were all filled with tears hmm. Gimli wept openly <laughs> he's the most I moved mean, isn't he I mean, it's crazy just, it's nuts it's unreal Mr. Tough Little Dwarf is is he um, is just so moved he's moved yeah it's great um, I, I have, love this conversation they have yeah go for it yeah. yeah how about um,
4: how about I no you be Gimli I'll be Legolas is that cool
2: uh, yeah. You do that? yeah 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 I have I have looked the last upon that which is fairest. Henceforth, I will call nothing fair unless it be her gift. Tell me, Legolas, why did I come on this quest? (laughs) Little did I know where the chief peril lay. Truly, Elrond spoke, uh, saying that we could not foresee what we might meet upon our road. Torment in the dark was the danger that I feared, and it did not hold me back. But I would not have come had I had known the danger of light mm. and joy. Wow. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I have taken my worst wound in this parting. Even if I were to go this night straight to the Dark Lord, alas, for Gimli son of glowing.
4: Nay, alas for us all, and for all that walk in the world in these after days. For such is the way of it to find and lose, as it seems to those whose boat is on the running stream. But I count you blessed, Gimli son of glowing. For your loss you suffer of your own free will, and you might have chosen otherwise. But you have not forsaken your companions, and the least reward that you shall have is that the memory of La Florian shall remain ever clear and unstained in your heart, and shall neither
2: fade nor grow stale. (laughs) Maybe, said Gimli, and I thank you for your words, true words, doubtless. Yet all such comfort is cold. Memory is not what the heart desires, only or that is only a mirror. Be it clear as, oh gosh, Kelladzaram, Kelladzaram, yeah. yeah. Uh, or so says the heart of Gimli, the, de- the the dwarf. Elves may see things otherwise. Indeed, I have heard that for many, that for them, memory is more like to the walking world uh, than to a dream. Not so for the dwarves. Oh, so <laughs> still you, still uh, still me only uh, le- says a lot here he says a lot. he's got a lot going on doesn't he he does it, you know internally um, but let us talk no more of it um, look to the boat she is low in the water with all this luggage and the great river <laughs> is swift um, I, I think the part is there anything else there for Legolas no. okay nope. the part that I want to go back to though the part that really strikes you is that you know when he first leaves and Elrond had spoke to yeah, him this is big you know the, the torment in the dark uh, was the danger that he feared the most yeah but that didn't hold him back but he he was not ready. Um, he was not ready for the danger, and the light and joy that he, was, he would experience. He was caught off guard, man. You know caught that off guard is. Let's think about that for a second, because I, I think that takes us sort of to the end That's of chapter. the chapter. pretty much. Frodo falls asleep. Um, yeah, and they're 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 floating <laughs> down the river. So yeah, because in all seriousness, you know, you think about the all the, you know, the, the dark things that you can in, in, encounter in life and on a on a journey like this and, and you kind of harden yourself and, you know, you're, you're ready for that, you know, yep. and you're in that, that mentality and uh, you know you're, you're going on an epic quest yep. and, and what have you, but it's the light and the joy along the way mm-hmm. that makes it that much harder to kind of continue on or yeah. to, you know, finish the quest, you know, it's just, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, uh, it 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 sort of raises the bar, right? I, I can almost um, imagine if you were um, on your way into this great battle, or you're you're doing some some d doesn't have to be a be a battle. It could be any work that you have upon this earth, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you've got your mind set to do this thing, and then you see something so pure. You think of children you know, um, the, the joy that they have, the light that they bring into this world. And then the, you know, that new hope Mm -hmm. and stuff and to kind of encounter them along the way, um, and then say, but I still have to go face the darkness now, you know, I was hardened and ready to do that. But now I've seen all these things that I cherish and care so much about. That's the way I kind of felt with, you know, with what Gimli's saying there is that he encounters this unexpected, you know, um, Presence and things and it's sort of like it's it haven't lived yet you know this is yeah. this is uh yeah making it all worth it but it's bittersweet to leave it almost makes me feel like um you know I, it seems like
4: this kind of happens naturally with age the more like i look at my life now and it's far yeah. richer than it was 10 years ago right mm-hmm. yeah and if i had to if i had to to leave home tomorrow to to go to a battle yeah. or to go do something difficult or to you know just leave in general it would be so much harder, uh-huh. you know, because of what I'm leaving behind because of the, of the light that I've experienced That's that I well put, you know, I can, I, I will go fight for, but I can't necessarily take with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and it's interesting. He talks about the, you know, how the memory isn't much of a comfort. Yep. Um, because you'd rather be in that space. Yeah. I don't do that. I don't know. He's, I, he's unpacking a lot he he's, is. and, and, and it, um, It's so interesting because we think of Gimli as this, and this is kind of the bummer with with the movie sometimes. He's like so, he's such a comic relief thing or whatever, and there's so much more to Gimli. There's so much depth. Now, this scene in the movie, I think they they nailed. They nailed the, uh, far shorter, but they nailed the exact tone and emotion that you feel here. You know, he says, um, Legolas says, what was her gift? And he says, uh, you know, I asked her for, for one golden hair, one one hair from her golden head. Yeah. She gave me three. Yeah. And it's like you can feel yeah. the emotion. You're oh, like yeah. you hear right. that and you're like, oh my God, I'm gonna start crying. Like, yeah. It, it's, it, it is great. It is. Uh, it's just I don't know. It's uh and I think I think obviously it's even it's even greater because you're seeing the healing of two peoples who used to be great friends, right? Used to used to be people that that were like almost, you know, sibling sibling races, right? Who've had this division. And who doesn't want people to come together? That's what we all want. And this is that happening again. It's like the start of that happening again. And it's and it's also kind of sad. Cause you're like, "Well, it's almost too late, like the elves are all leaving."
2: Mhm. Like it's Well, he does he does make a, a, a comparison, you know, cuz Legolas is able to say, you know, it's that memory. You can cherish that yeah, memory. And right. they 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 really, you know, he kind of talks about, you know, I'm not a dwarf. You know, or I'm not a uh, an elf, you yeah. know, where they kind of see uh memory as more of like the waking world. Like they're more, um, I don't know. It's, he, he really just, he draws like they're beyond time. Really? A distinction. Yeah. 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 You know, I I don't know. Oh, that's, it's, uh, it's something, it's something. (laughs) It is. Yeah. So what are you thinking about? You're still thinking, man. Yeah, I am. I'm just thinking about memory. You know, it's like, it's like is is it all we, you know, when, when you don't have something that you can go back to, you know, and, you know, memories are great you know and the reason we love our memories so much is because they do remind us we do kind of slip back into you know that had. time you know um man and not to get too emotional but like i i remember you know a time where i was this is crazy this is exactly what this makes me think of though mm-hmm. honest to god it is when i was i was standing um on the hill where my mother was buried and i remember i, I turned and i don't even know that I said to anyone in, in, in particular, I don't even know who I said this to, but I said, you know, I'll never speak to mom again on this earth, you know. Mm. And um and, and and then my dad in all of his wisdom, you know, um, he said, You will. <laughs> y- you will. Yeah. And he was right, yeah. actually. And but but in that moment I was so sad, you know, I, I couldn't right. see beyond that. My dad is just a wise man. And, you know, kind of told me that you will be able to speak to her again. And it's through, through those memories and, and those times and actually just the way in which I believe that I can still sort of speak to her and talk to her and yeah, stuff. So yeah. it's just it's interesting. It's very, very yeah, it interesting. Is. This, this uh, whole conversation he has with, with, with Legolas and this idea of um, the joys that we experience along the way and yeah. just how they kind of, I don't know, I know. <laughs> the danger. He says the danger of, of the joy and the light that he and experienced. It's, yeah. And it's you know? all, yeah. Right. The danger. Right. Right. And saying that it 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 would
4: uh you know he'd rather we'll just talk about the joy he had it, even if he faced the dark lord it wouldn't be dimmed like you know I mean yeah uh and it's all I mean it kind of goes in with you know is it better to have loved and lost I mean I know it's kind yeah. of a different idea but not really it's like you're in you're with someone that you love and then that time comes to an end so all you have is the memory mm-hmm. is that better or is it better you know it, it it is better to have that than to have never experienced it in the first place, even though it does hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And I think pain, pain and, and love are so closely mingled. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about this earlier. We, we were joking around about, <laughs> no. you know, there will be a final
2: episode. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. For this You're, book club, and this <laughs> podcast. Dude. Someday the green door will shut. Yeah. And no um, joke guys. We had that conversation. I wasn't yeah. even, I wasn't even making that connection though. No, how until, we, there you go. Real life now. mirroring again. Yeah, and like, and
4: and uh, we and we kept, we were talking about other. What was, we'll have other last times, a last breath. Yeah, we'll have a last a last shower. Yeah, we'll have a last uh last car ride. I mean, like little stuff that you think are it's so insignificant because you do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But you if you if you have that vision to look ahead and you're like, this is finite. There is a there is a time where it'll be it'll mm-hmm. be gone in the same way that we experience it now. Yeah, is there something after that?
2: I mean, I hope so. Right. Doesn't Will the, change. Yes. But I mean, isn't that crazy? That's, that's what life is. Yeah. You know, that's what's so, so you can't even put a word to it. Exactly. It's life. It's life. And it's something in right. it. I mean, there's right. there's something to it. And so. that's the beauty of it. I mean, if we,
4: and maybe that's part of what, what, uh, what Gimli talking there too, about the immortal and mortal, you know, if you, if we lived forever, would, would things still have the same value mm-hmm. and the same meaning? Mm-hmm. and what they feel is precious yeah you know if we could experience something forever um yeah i don't know i don't know that's right well we're getting pretty deep here
2: wow Sorry, i didn't plan Dang. on going uh you know in, getting in, lost in, in all that all mirror that. boy it just makes it it, it honestly no, makes it evokes these feelings and stuff sometimes when you read different things like that and i'd read it a couple times and then us going back through and reading it right there i was yeah. like wow okay you know that's just really hitting home it's it's yes, it uh is. It's good stuff. It's got layers. You know, Tolkien just Tons. is what he does. He just he puts layers into stuff no, and he's like ogres. you can you know, even though it might not be you know, he's 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 actually being somewhat pretty little straightforward, talking about you know, we're still in Middle Earth, he's not really but you can go there if you want to, you yeah. know, just like we did. It's so
4: great thing about these stories is it allows you to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful.
2: All right. Uh here we go. So that was the chapter. Uh farewell to Lorien, my friend. Yeah. You know, it's
4: of all the Elven realms we've been in so far, it's been my favorite. It has reminded me the most of the Shire. um, Okay. Because of its isolation and because of its sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, it's it's different from the other, it's different from Rivendell. Um, It's different from, you know, elves that we encountered before this, and I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. So it will be kind of sad to leave.
2: Yeah, and yeah. it's like not something that we—it's an—it's a land we never come back to yeah. uh, necessarily. Um, we not that we don't experience it, right? Uh, in some other ways, but but much, still, much like a memory. Yeah. Ah. Wow. Yep. Okay. All right, uh, friends. Let's let's move into um the Bywater Post. Bywater Post. Uh, we love you guys. If we haven't said that uh, enough, we we truly we do. We do love you. Guys. Love you. Yeah. And uh, you guys mean the world to us, so we we love to hear from you. Um, so this week. Uh, Let's see here Um, You go ahead and If you want to pull up uh, I'll read Corey Ring's story Is that okay? okay? Yeah Okay right. Um, So Corey sent us in uh, His his story here And it says uh, The title of his um, His email Was um, A Sailor's Story Hmm. uh, Talking Tolkien I like this I like it Yeah I was in the middle of the Pacific When I opened A Lord of the Rings book For the first time Sorry what? (laughs) (laughs) I have not heard this This is brand new to me Corey Uh This is amazing So, uh, fresh off of reading the dark tower series, uh, by Stephen King, not to mention a lifelong fantasy junkie. I needed something new. Uh, my buddy suggested reading the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So I dived in, um, swords, shields, trinkets for me, uh, began with the legend of Zelda. Yeah. Cool. I think we've all played a little Zelda back in the day. Um, this is a natural tendency for an American boy in, in 1988, um, However, something brewed deeper, something stronger, and I knew what that was when my dad explained the Lord of the Rings to me. Mm. Um, it was two thousand and one. Uh, he was so excited to see the movies that we watched the cartoon before the movie released. I had so many questions, and they were not answered fully until I read the books. Wow! Yeah, um, I can remember asking my dad where the elves, you know, come from, right? And uh, and what about the hobbits? Of course. Uh, of course, let's not forget about the dwarves and the dragons and so on. Uh, fantasy filled my head. Uh, that fantasy filled head left Middle Earth for a few years, but it could never shake the Shire. Mm. <laughs> uh, wow. I, I recently hit my 11th year in the Navy. Um, it's my 111th uh, birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and I finished uh, what I started in the, in the, in the uh, Pacific. Um, I have 2,000 hours Uh, Flying in a helicopter as a rescue swimmer. Wow. Crap. Yeah. Wow. Um, I only state that because I want you to know uh, that your voice has been carried. Wow. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Um, This. Wow. um, Okay. And has been thought of over oceans. Just makes me feel. I might get that tattooed on my body somewhere. Corey, thanks for mentioning that. That's honestly so cool to think. Wonderful. And. I mean, if if here's the thing, man. I mean, there's a little. Mm. Let me keep reading. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. P.S. I am a father um, of one son, three and a half years old, uh, and a second is due in October. There we go. Yeah. Um. I I love the devotion to family in your podcast, very shyer of y'all, Corey Ring. Wow. You know, while you're doing what you're doing and and you're out there rescuing people and helping people, you know, in between those times, if we can, you know. I don't know, keep the mind kind of going yeah. and keep you thinking about different things and stuff, whatever it may be. I know people listen to, uh, they, they read the books at different times, yep. you know, to, to get them through different things. You listen yep. to podcasts, yep. you, you talk with people, you, you share these experiences to help get you through life so that you can do what you're, you're meant to do, yeah. you know? And so, um, that's the, really awesome. Uh, amazing.
4: Yeah. It can be an inspirational escape, can it? I mean, it can be something that you, or a place you go to recharge your batteries. Uh, Dude, and like he is a, he's a Numenorian, yeah. He's a Numenorian ranger. Heck yeah, he is. Yeah, that's it's, just unbelievable.
2: It's, it's awesome. Wow. Yeah, really beautiful cool. Core. So, so honestly, thanks for sharing. Yes, we, thank we you really so much. Appreciate that. So, wow, beautiful. Um,
4: we have also, um, so we talked about uh, we were gonna put it at the beginning, and I didn't have it pulled up ready to go, but Nico's uh, fall of Gilgalad. Yeah. Would you like to play that now? I would love to okay, hear. Okay, this is a beautiful rendition. Apparently, Nico has
2: lots of these right yeah he's he kind See. of is, he's uh he's inspired by tolkien to kind of um write some songs do some you know singing and whatnot so um was i i love this he sent this to us and he actually is, is kind of catching up um and again thank you for everyone who is like new who's come in who's listening you know to the most recent episode yeah. and then kind of going back and and filling in you know some of this and yeah uh we, I, we've said before when you send this stuff that's previous chapters chapters ahead what have you we like to share it. it's why we have other corners of middle earth it's why we have bywater post you know because it's it's that type of community where we can share these things and so uh really happy to have this one i I love this too because
4: uh i mean you'll hear in a second but the sound effects i feel like i'm sitting around the fire and, and and uh i hear this voice and i turn and i'm surprised and it's samwise
2: yeah dude yeah, it's, I mean, it
4: takes me to that moment in the book. It's yeah, and it's, it's very beautiful.
2: yeah, very much puts you back a, a few chapters back when when Sam you know sung this song. So let's yeah. so take a listen.
9: Yep. Yeah. was an Elven king of him the Harper. Sadly, sing the last whose realm was fair and free between the mountains and the sea. His sword was long, his lance was keen His shining helm afar was seen The countless stars of heaven's field Were mirrored in his silver shield But long ago he rode away and where we dwell, if none can say. For into darkness fell Eustace. In mortal, where the shadows are.
4: <laughs> do, do you guys understand what you're doing here? Oh. Do you understand what you're doing as a group of uppers? It's you're you're contributing
2: to these stories. You're bringing them to life. Yeah. I mean, like, my jaw's on the floor. I'm telling you, this is, that's one of those, you have so many different, you have um, everything from what Ephraim did last, last week with sort of like a very different, you know, take and interpretation, right, to this is very, that quiet, almost subdued, but like, it felt just like, like, that's what happened Sam, that's how Sam yeah. did it, you know, yeah. that's exactly how it came across, and it was like, it just felt right, Man. you know, um, so so please send us more of those uh we love them you guys have no idea them. and and they most of them they're just they're good i mean you know and and honestly you know it doesn't have to be anything perfect you know when you know that's that's not the way these characters i think would have you know when you're out on the, on the road with your buddies what are you thinking
4: here's what i'm saying is, so yeah. so this idea for this um it, that you know life's funny isn't it yeah life's funny how you you start out with one idea and if you let it if you if you if you turn into an elf for a second and you step back and you let it, it'll turn it into something better than you ever could have imagined. Yeah. We we had started off as a joke and then we were kind of serious about like putting out an album this summer. Yeah, yeah. like people joked around about liking our little fruity uh, renditions of these songs, <laughs> yeah. which were usually thought up on the spot. Um, on the spot. On yeah. the spot. Uh, and we thought it might be kind of cool to put some plan into them and some time and 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 record this. Yeah. And what I see now. What I see now as, and I know you see it too, yeah. is this album is taking shape on its own. It is. And it's you guys. Yeah. And that's the best part. And that's what we wanted. We're saving Originally, all these. anyway. Uh-huh. And we need to save these. And we need yeah. to compile them and lay them out in a way that we could all have access to them. Yeah. Sit back and say, you know, I want I want some Tolkien. Don't want to listen to the soundtracks. I've, 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 I've worn them out lately, if that's even possible. I don't want to listen to fifty hours of Lane and Ez talking. Uh-huh. I just need some, I need a little something, little something, little something while I'm, while I'm doing some art, yeah, or I'm studying, or I'm cleaning up the house. I'm gonna to listen to the uh, the Unexpected Podcast soundtrack. Yeah, and, and it's and it's uh, it's the upper soundtrack. It's the it's this you know from yeah, it's, from
2: one all the way to whatever yeah. wherever we end. Um, so yeah <laughs> I, that's what it is that's what we've decided you know not that you know lane and i we've talked we might do one or two ourselves and, and throw no, it in I there think i think we're throwing but the towel <laughs> we get i mean this is amazing so you know we want you guys to send in uh stuff you know, s- send those to an unexpected pod at com. i'm collecting all of them and um you know, as we get more you can go back to the previous chapters there were so many um neat you know songs and, and poems that we have already read and we're going to have many more to come. Yeah. So, you know, as you look ahead, there, there's one you want to do, you know, go for it. Uh, even if we have a couple of different versions of the same thing, um, Lane and I will find a way to work those in, you know, to, to the show because, you know, you put a lot of time and effort into it and what it's all about and a lot yeah. of bravery. It takes, oh, it takes gosh. a lot of
4: bravery to, to send, um, you know, something personal. Uh, it's, It's art. Yeah, it's it's a it's a form of art that you're sending and you're saying, here you go, take it, put it on there, and and
2: it's beautiful because we only benefit from it. But but still, that you know, and and well, that's our bywater post too. I mean, it it takes that kind of you know, we've had some real emotional stories that people share, and uh, they look at what that's done. Yes, it's it's only good for everyone. Like yeah,
4: yeah, beautiful. So please send those in. Yes, Um, keep it up. Alrighty. Um, we got another uh, Tolkien story here?
2: Yeah. So I'm also combing back through, you know, as we had said in the first couple episodes, we mentioned Facebook um, as a place to send the the Bywater Post stories. Please, if you're listening now, don't send those uh, to Facebook. Send those to oh, yeah. uh, an unexpectedpod at gmail.com. So I think yeah. I've said that five times this episode. Yeah, something like that. Uh, sorry about that. I typically don't do that. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, you know, I wanted to read a couple here, um, kind of come back to some that we had maybe possibly missed. So I'm not sure if we have read this or not, but I wanted to. Um, I don't think so. I don't remember this. Yeah. Give you a chance to to go ahead and and read this for us here. Okay. We got Tim. Uh, Tim says, Only up
4: to episode six of this podcast so far, but enjoying it so much. You guys have such passion for all things Tolkien. It's really making my morning commute that much better. I started rereading Lord of the Rings last month after not having read it since I was 10, though I've been hooked on all things Tolkien since. I've read the Silmarillion and History of Middle Earth books in the meantime and keep returning to this world in all its incredible depth and subtlety. Beautiful. I'm originally from Middle Earth myself, Canterbury, New Zealand, which as is like, if I had to pick one place to live, it would be the Canterbury region. Really? It's, it's beautiful. And, uh, and read the Fellowship when driving around the South Island on a family visit. Wow. Dang. Uh, I've also just got back from a holiday where my partner and I visited Hobbiton for the first time. Tim, was it incredible or what? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What a great experience. Now in Melbourne, Australia. Oh, man, rough. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Watching the movies and uh, reading these books brings up so many happy memories and just a touch of homesickness. As it would. I mean, you're from Middle Earth. Now your podcast and its exploration of these worlds is doing the same. Keep it up. Maybe one day, oh, I just got goosebumps. I yeah. read ahead here before I read it out loud. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll make it to your little shire in Ohio. Tim
2: anytime my Please brother do. Whenever
4: you want to whenever you want to come on see the little village of amanda you're more than welcome yeah is he, that a
2: picture that's a picture of him um and i it's actually i think he might have shared it in the group i can't remember that's one of my favorite doors too that door um, is beautiful yeah we got this in a message so i couldn't remember if we've actually wow. talked about the door in, in his experience i don't know i don't think we've ever read his story but i no. uh, definitely wanted to yeah. you know um, bring that up so there's something that way back in the day i think we kind of uh, yeah. Had that story, and so we wanted to, oh, cool. to mention that, Tim. Cool-looking so dude, man. Yeah, awesome. Love yeah. that hair. Wish I'd I I trade your hair in a heartbeat, my friend. I know. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> it's great, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, what else we
4: got, my friend? Uh, we got some uh, strawberries with cream real quick Do as, we? You, as you play footsie with me. Uh, you like it. I'm Galadriel, and, and you're Gimli. Maybe I'll give you what you want. I don't know. You want some hair? Whatever. <laughs> Which of Galadriel's gifts are on your wish list? Or if you can think of a better one and play Gimli, what would you ask of the lady?
2: Holy smokes! You know I should look at these at a time, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, you should. That's why we write the doc. Is that why we before. have before? Okay, well, you know, cool. Just um, think. so let's see which were my wish list. Gosh, quite honestly, I don't know that I would want any of those. I, but I don't know what I would ask her for. I'm going
4: to pick I'm gonna you know? pick one that was given because it's just so intriguing. And I want to see it in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's obvious because I went on for about a half an hour about it. Yeah. You know, I want the Elfstone. I want to see what the Elfstone looks like. Sure. I want to hold it in my hand. Sure you do. I mean, I'd, I'd play old lady and I'd put that on all my shirts, bro. Sure you I would. might even use it like one of those uh, southern ties. You know, the turquoise <laughs> southern cowboy ties. Yeah, and I'd yeah. put it, you know, I'd do my button up all the way and put the Elfstone right there and be like, what <laughs> up? See it it.
2: kind of looks like it would fit that. That's actually, you know what I this water's from? Yeah. It's from the fountain. Yeah, yeah, you know of who?
4: The old lady G. You know what else is in here? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Don't anymore. look too. Don't look it's too green. hard. That's right. You'll see oh, things. I look. I look, uh, look twenty one again. Dang right. Cool. Elfstone. <laughs> <laughs> Call um, me Elisar.
2: Yeah. If I had to pick one of the gifts that was passed, well, out, you don't have to either. No, no, man. no. no I'm you can just think saying better because I can't really think of anything better. But I think you'd ask for a kiss from Galadriel. Yeah. Three kisses. Here's the thing. Would you well, turn into a frog? N- <laughs> yes, I think I would. I think I would. No, she couldn't do anything like that. I mean, she could. Oh, like, she could. She's Great too perfect. And terrible, you know. And you know precious beyond the. Um. She yeah, I'd put it up there with the time I got a kiss from Taylor Swift. You know, it would be one of those put her up there. Really. Yikes! Wow, dude. Isn't that crazy? Dude, it I just like guys compare, compare two queens. You know, like two. I don't think you did. <laughs> goddesses, you know. Not unless you know. you're talking about John Mayer. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Because he's a goddess. Uh, the rope. I actually would have, I think that's <laughs> about the only thing. Would you thing. use it for anything kinky I or just. Well, because I, I go, but look at me, Mar- you know, um, <laughs> Mary and Pippin, those belts that they got, you know. In the movie, they add daggers onto it. So it's a little cooler, but yeah,
4: it's not mentioned here. So I mean, I, were there daggers and it just was not mentioned? I don't think so. What are they used for? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Keeping your pants up. I mean, don't hobbits wear suspenders anyway? Well, yeah, I don't know. Warmere's gold belt? Yeah, no, no. Uh, the light of Orendil and the file.
2: That's ah, cool, but, you know, I don't know. I
4: mean, you could replace that for your cell phone. You know, you're always picking, it's like, I can't see anything in the dark. Think of the glare no, that thing would I throw off your glasses. I was about to say, I don't think I would, I don't think Jeez, I could handle the dude. glare. You know,
2: if someone looked in your eyes, they'd be like, yeah, they'd go blind, like looking at the sun. I'm going to start wearing contacts. You're making fun of me all the time. Give your me glasses. a break. You know you love it. Yeah, it is what it is. It's a it's a trademark of mine. But so did, no, you, uh, did you pick anything here? The rope, yes. The, the rope, okay. Yeah, I think I'd go with the rope. Just uh, it's got some cool properties to it. So, um, yeah. Wow. Everybody needs a bit of rope. I don't know. You know. <laughs> so put that on a shirt. Yeah. Everybody needs a bit of rope. You know, at Des one point or Kirk. another. Yeah, you're going to need it.
4: Yeah, that's true. That's All Sam right. Time well, to share the load a little yeah, bit.
2: yeah, friends, it's time to share the load. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, you know, and, and listening to us uh, ramble on and on. Uh, this chapter, we got a little, um, got deep in places and in another place, it's just been a nice sort of, um, chill, somber, silver load in areas. And another place it was the Anduin, you know, y- there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and we're the tongue between S- summed it all up for me. Appreciate it. Uh. <laughs> so as you can tell, <laughs> we're getting ready for appendices, uh, right after this episode, Snooths um, me, Daddy. <laughs> it, we're we're getting ready for it. You better be ready. Um, I'm always ready. Now and share the load. We always mention. Um, we have a little something special for you today. So don't tune up just right away. Um, we've got an idea, something that um, that I am pitching. Something that I think would be kind of cool. Uh, something new, a new um, reward with our our Patreon. I didn't know what you're you know, talking about. Series. At first. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw the blank saw look in my your eyes. soul or something. It's weird. I see that too often. I was gonna um, Say that's my kind of my standard look. <laughs> yes, it is. It actually. Uh, just kidding. Call this one blank. Um, so, anyways, so we actually have considered, you know, a lot of times we spend, guys, we spend so many hours um, kind of getting ready for the show. And uh, it may not seem like that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we do, actually. And uh, we try to gather all of you guys' stuff from the group. And we really wanted to make it an in- interactive community and things. And so, you know, when you guys support us on Patreon, that means a lot to us. You, it guys, really have, does. you guys have no it, idea it how really much. It does. Uh, that means because, you know, we throughout the week, you know, we're reading the chapter, you know, we're, we're highlighting it, we're, you know, calling each other, kind of planning for the show, uh, trying to find ways to give back to you guys and just create a really good community. So uh, it really does help us a lot. Um, and if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com uh, forward slash uptalk and talking uh, and, you know, check that out. We've got links for it elsewhere uh, and so on. But we thought it'd be kind of cool if you would like to, as we get into this fall, you know, season and we're back to, to school and things, um, Lane and I typically record on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. It's a blast. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now. It is a really now, good way to
4: spend a Friday night. It's
2: it's fantastic because we The still... third best way that I've found. Really? <laughs> what were the other ones? Oh, okay. This is a PG, I got gotcha, you, podcast. I can't, I can't tell you. Um, anyways, so we, you know, it, just thought it would be kind of fun. If you would like to listen in um, live sometime, let us know. I'm thinking yeah, about making fun. that. Uh, I have a way in which we can do it. Pretty simple, actually. Um, it'd be like a Discord um, chat room that you guys could literally just download the Discord app and hop in there and uh, listen to us on Fridays. So, you know, really, you wouldn't have a chance to to speak to us, but you could definitely. Well, the first fifteen uh, to twenty minutes before we start the podcast, you could. Yeah. Uh, and then throughout it, you, there's a text chat where you can kind of text us like corrections. I mean, like today we were struggling coming up with like the the names of the elves that we had you know yeah, read the and exactly right. and and Baron and Luthien. Some of you know that like that and you could probably text us real quick in the chat and we get that live correction you know there yeah, it is yeah. so i just thought it'd be a neat way to kind of expand patreon a little bit and if you're interested in listening to us live on fridays um, check out patreon we'll we'll be up to doing soon. a chat afterwards too right
4: like yeah 30 minutes after we we
2: we finished recording we can yeah. do like a yeah. yeah, just sort of a chat about the episode, or, you know, just, just different things. I mean, we sometimes, then we even go into appendices. We might just keep, keep the chat, you know, rolling. Oh, my Although gosh. that's dangerous. That is dangerous that because is so scary. we get some of the things we talk talked about in appendix. We've actually, you know how many, <laughs> how many files I have on my, Hundreds? On my computer Hundreds? that say, never post. <laughs> 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 it's just like, what happened last night, you know? So the appendices were wild. Um, but uh. if you'd like that, you know, you're interested uh, let me know if that sounds like a crazy, stupid idea, then that's fine. Just ignore it and, and, like and move it. on. But I, I like think it'd it. be fun. I'd love to interact with some of you guys from around the world. It, the time zone thing is what it is. We would kind of post when we, you know, it's always um, uh, Eastern Standard Time here in mm-hmm. the United States. and It would be sometime between 6 and midnight. We never really know. Um, but, uh, Can't plan for it. we'd keep you guys updated on, on yep. that on that uh, Friday thing. Yep. So uh, we also have on there, are there and back again, which we're about to record one of those as soon as we get so on yes, here. Yes, we are. We're, um, we'll be back to that. Yes. Yep, we've got appendices on there. Uh, we, had our, we just had our first, um, oh gosh, uh, Hobbit's Guide. Uh, Hobbit's yeah. Guide Home. You Baron know? and Luthien, yeah. Which was fun, honestly. Very enlightening for us. I think well, you got awesome. super pumped about I a lot so, of stuff that happened there. I'm so
4: excited about the Silmarillion. I'm so excited to learn these. T- and honestly, guys, I, I said it before, but if you're looking for a way to break into the Silmarillion, Baron and Luthien. It's the best. It has everything. It's got connections to what we're reading right now. Yeah. Uh, it's the most, I don't know, I obviously it's my first uh, portion of the Silmarillion I'm, re- Silmarillion I'm reading, but it, to me, it seems like if you're in love with the trilogy and haven't ever wanted to leave, it's a nice bridge. Yeah. It's a great introduction and it really does suck you in, pulls you in some really well, cool characters, some new concepts. Yep. Um, I mean, it's like, like I said last time, it's got something for everything.
2: Well, everyone and, and everything. <laughs> that too. And blah. Yeah. And blah. Uh, so the other thing that it does is that I think, you know, some people listening, be like what you guys are jumping in, you know, there. Uh-huh. Um, what it does actually though, is, is you immediately, we, in that episode we, I actually do like a quick general sort of like catch us up to, you know, the whole history of, I kind of like summarize it in like yeah, you two minutes. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, which it doesn't do it justice. Kind of but, spoiled the story for me, but I'm sorry. You know, though there's so much more. <laughs> though that's the crazy thing is that when you're in that uh, Baron and Luthen uh, story, you can go back. You see all these different, you know, the, the fathers of some of these elves, and mm-hmm. you know, um, the ambassadors to. Valinor um, and all these different places. Mm-hmm. And you want to go back and, and learn more about that because the story that was told there is so great and it's so personal to Tolkien yeah. that um, it is sort of a, a great sort of a, like hook way to get in. Because I'll tell you right now, when you first start reading the, the Silmarillion, it's a little daunting. Yeah. It's very daunting. And you're right. kind of like, what in the heck? Everybody's got three names yeah. and it's, it's all over the place. And but, I think um, almost to
4: start at the beginning, it is kind of a lot to kind of bite into. And also, you know, the reason we started with Baron and Luthien is because we're, we're doing the, the three great tales. That's true. Yep. Baron and Luthien, Children of Hurin, and then the Fall of Gondolin, which yeah. uh, it's coming out know, the end of this that's month. That's right, man. A couple weeks yeah. and it'll be here. So yep. So, yeah. yeah, it's
2: exciting. I, I like it a lot. So I like we'd it love, a lot. We'd love to have your guys' participation in, yes. in some of that. And uh, some of you who are more well-versed, you know, uh, can hit us up on... There's actually a feed. There's a thread where you can just make some comments and... Um, Anybody who comments in the in the Patreon uh, thread, there, yep. I will see those and we bring those up the next episode for a Hobbit's Guide home, and we kind of talk about yep. those things as we move forward. Couple so. more
4: things too. We we, we also have uh, a drinking game, which was the first which was the first uh, goal that we when we met what was it 15, <laughs> 15 yeah. patrons. Yeah. Yep. Uh. So as and I sat down and and we watched we just watched the first half of the fellowship, and uh, we found a little little drinking game that was online, and we. We held fast to those rules and got pretty sloshed we, pretty fast. So we did. Um, that will be going up there very soon, as well as um, uh, some video footage of our second goal. Yeah, we we are gonna go and find a way to do an archery and axe throwing uh, contest. It might actually be in the little, little old uh, village of Bangs, Ohio. Yes, it might. Uh, in the borough's childhood backyard, right by Dry Dry Creek. Yep, and uh, so. Yeah, so that's coming up too. So a lot of cool things
2: on there. uh, Yeah, at every level. So yeah, yeah. for sure. So definitely check it out. um, You know, and uh, we'd really appreciate the support. Okay, enough of that. Uh, Went a little longer there just to introduce something new, but uh, it is what it is. So, all right, my friend.
4: Some weekly well wishes, formerly Fortnite farewells. We want to thank you for stepping off the road with us or (laughs) into the boat. Uh,
2: Our next episode will be digging deep into Chapter Nine of Book Two, The Great River. Yeah, and I just want to mention one more time before we go, uh, Christina. Thank you very much for you know the the outro, yes, uh, that you that you're providing Beautiful. for us because you know it means a lot to Lane and I, I you know, and, and to myself, and, and so it really fits in with this chapter too. Yeah, when you think about Galadriel and and kind of the way
4: that. When they were leaving, she appeared to be kind of sailing off into the West. Yeah, it appeared to be going foreshadowing, back. And, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So we appreciate that yes, thank you uh, so for much. sure. So uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, or leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. We'll see you in a fortnight. Oh,
4: a Hobbit Fortnite. Correction. And remember, Frodo lives.
10: to silver glass, the light of water, all souls pass, oh thanks. shores are calling
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple.